0: Everybody and welcome to another episode of the Practical Game Master.
1: This is Geneva reporting for the South Coast Archaeological and Preservation South Society. Coast Geneva? Jeff? Ja- Please listen carefully. Intrigued? Learn more about interference at orczone.com, or download us wherever podcasts can be found. Hello, Guardians.
2: Mouse Guardians is a cute-as-heck podcast about mice living their best lives.
1: That's not even a little bit true.
2: Oh, boy, howdy. I think we hecked up again. Um, I'm living my best salty teenage self. Y'all are a hot mess. Mouse Guardians is a cute-as-heck podcast. Protecting our territory and each other, we try our best to be the best, even when we can't because of feelings. Hi. Hi. I'm Rhee, the GM and producer of The Magpies, a Blades in the Dark actual play podcast. If you like industrial fantasy, ghosts, heists, women doing crimes, and sticking it to the rich, this is the show for you. Join us every other Tuesday at magpiespodcast.net.
0: Deliverance Ohio breeds monsters like pests in a petri dish. People go missing, an angel wanders through the stacks of the college library, And a non-denominational youth group hides arcane secrets behind the face of prayer circles and ice cream socials. But what else
3: lurks in the unexplored places? Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of I Am Here, celebrating International Podcast Month. I'm your host, Minna, and I'm from the Magpies Podcast and the Iron Heights Podcast. Podcasters from around the RPG community have banded together to create a series of one-shot games for International Podcasting Month, to promote diverse and inclusive gaming, and to celebrate the hard work that we do as podcasters. Today's game is Fiasco, designed by Jason Morningstar, using a playset written by myself and Palomi SP. Joining me for the game are Palomi from Mouse Guardians, Iron Hides, and Tales from Thetis, Christine Previs from The Unexplored Places, and Hazel Stapp from Interference. Wizard in Europe, 1950s. Grindelwald has been caught and thrown into Azkaban, but a handful of his loyal followers are still at large. In this time of uneasy peace, Aurors and civilians alike must reckon with the question, who are my friends, and who are my foes? Okay, so um, let's go around the horn and do introductions. Uh, maybe start at the top of our list, uh, name, pronoun, and what podcast you come from,
0: I'm Christine. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, and I'm from the
3: unexplored places.
1: I'm Hazel. She, her, uh, from the podcast Interference. Hi, I'm. Uh,
3: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Go ahead. Hi, I'm Minna. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm from the Magpies podcast and the Iron Heights podcast.
2: I'm Palomi. My pronouns are she, her, um. I run the Iron Heights podcast, and I've been on the One Shot Network shows a couple times.
3: All right. So, Yasko. Christine has not played before. Hazel has played with us. Pud and I are old salts at this point. Mm -hmm. But I will do a rundown about the setup. So, I've already rolled the dice. Uh, We rolled four dice for each of us. Two white, two black. And got this range of numbers here. And so what we do is that we're going to go around in a circle... And we're going to take turns taking one of those dice, and so we're going to use the number to select something on the play set. So this, all of these things are relationships. You share, each thing you have, you share with somebody else. And the one you have to buy first is the very that heading, like under relationships, work, romance, family, unit, friendship, and tie divided by blood. You can buy that first, and then later on you can buy a detail underneath. You usually want to have, with the relationships, at least one relationship between each pair of neighboring players at the table, one detail attached to each relationship, and at least one need, one location, and one object. The last remaining die is wild and could be any number. And that'll make sense as we go through it, and I'll remind you, just as a pointer. Um, So this playset is one that Pud and I are working on together. Um, I say are working on because there's still some things that are not filled out, but... It is for if you like both Man from U.N.C.L.E. and Harry Potter and want to see what happens when you smash them together. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um, so the little description we read up is, Wizard in Europe, 1950s. Grindelwald has been caught and thrown into Azkaban, but a handful of his loyal followers are still at large. As Aurors, Admins, and Agents employed by the Ministry of Magic, you must track Grindelwald's followers down and bring them to justice. It'll take subtlety, wit, and a cool head to make it happen. And it's kind of like Cold War spy film, but Harry Potter.
0: The ideal. <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> the absolute ideal. So who wants to go first in terms of selecting relationships? Do you want me to go, or Pud, do you want to go? Um, why don't you go first, and then I can go after. Okay, and then we'll just keep going around. Mm-hmm. I am um, going to choose probably a relationship with either Pud or Hazel. I'm going to choose a work relationship with... Let's go with Pud. And now it is Palome's turn. All right.
2: I am going to
3: choose
2: a friend relationship
3: with Christine. Yay. Friends. Friends. I would
0: like to choose a... Ooh. I would like a family relationship with Hazel.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm. And I am going to define the family relationship as being... Siblings.
3: Ooh. Yay. How exciting. Alright, my turn. Sorry, I'm uh, very torn apparently. <laughs> <laughs> what are you torn between? Everything. There's so many options, guys. <laughs> uh I'm trying to decide right now if I want to do a detail or if I want to do a need location object. <laughs> Actually I'm gonna do gonna detail the work relationship with PUD. By the book, Maverick, because that is just a common dynamic for us anyway, so. (laughs) (laughs) Who's who? Huh? Who's who? (laughs) I mean, we could mix it up and you could be by the book.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. Uh, Who do you think? I personally want to play to my strengths because being by the book is very difficult for me. Yes, that's, that's why I was joking.
3: I will be by the book and you'll be Maverick. That is our common dynamic.
2: Excellent. Let me type up here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> what happened?
0: Hello, me has just written I'm the Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> look <laughs> with a smiley
2: face uh lucid <laughs> all right this is not here. a winky face <laughs> it's not I'm trying to play it straight and narrow ish all right let's see here i kind of want to define my work relationship with christine a little bit more
3: friendship relationship nice
2: friendship relationship yes uh i like drinking buddies drinking buddies sweet Excellent. So I'm modifying our friendship, Christine, to being drinking buddies—the best kind of buddies.
0: The best kind of buddies. Um, I'm going to pick um an object category. Nice. Uh, I want a volatile object. Awesome. Oh boy,
3: <laughs> that's honestly my favorite category name under. Objects. Really mix things
0: up from the beginning here. Yeah really set this up to be a fiasco
3: <laughs> who are you sharing it with
0: oh uh, I'm going to share that with uh, Palomi oh boy
1: Oh boy. <laughs> my drinking buddy
3: <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs>
1: oh no it's my turn sweats <laughs> I am going to set up uh, to get even with Minna
3: Hazel what do you think To get even with the bastards who ruined us, or either that with the one who took everything or with a big time criminal. Oh, they're all good. I think with the one who took everything is fun. Okay, we'll do that one. We can decide what they took from us.
2: Um, okay. So, I'm going to define this volatile object. Nice. I'm going to call it explosive evidence.
1: Oh.
3: Wonderful.
0: That's the one I was hoping for. I'm
3: Yay! <laughs> um,
0: so I'm going to go with a uh, need. I'm looking at the numbers we have left. Uh, I'm gonna pick the need category to get the truth with uh Hazel. Ooh. Are you
1: purposefully picking all threes?
0: No, the threes are all just really good. <laughs> but I do in fact have all three—all white threes right now.
1: I am going to choose a mysterious object with Mina.
2: Mm. Mm. If it's cool with you guys, I might take the location requirement, because I have an idea.
3: What was your idea?
2: I wanted to use that five for a shady
3: location. Okay, then I'll Ooh. make sure to stick to a one.
2: Uh, and I, I kind of like the idea of us, um, of, there aren't any more die to name the location, but I really like the idea of opening in an empty Gringotts vault.
3: Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I'm actually going to take Iron Key for that mysterious object.
2: I'm taking a shady location, and I think I'm sharing that with uh, Isabella, or alternatively. Hazel, I feel like we don't have anything in common, and I feel isolated from you, my friend. So <laughs> Uh why don't we share an empty Gringotts
3: fault? Beautiful. Sure. You guys share an empty Gringotts fault fault, and Hazel and I share an iron key. I wonder if those are
0: related to. We- so we only have ones left.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: I don't want to use my one to define my to get the truth need.
3: You could just get like a different thing.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm just trying to decide which one is is good. Um I have an idea for a work relationship with Minna with Isabella.
3: Okay, cool. Uh we we can detail that after we do this initial pass of the dice, we're going to do a pass back through and try and define those things further. At least that's how we usually play to like perfect. kind of weave stuff together. Excellent. So I have a work relationship with Christine.
0: The only reason I haven't picked a name yet is because I've got a sibling to take into consideration. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I am using this last one to add the need to forget with Polony. Ooh.
3: Ooh. That's fun. Okay, so
0: Hazel, I feel like we're playing chicken with our names here. Like who's going to type a last name first?
1: <laughs> I mean, they don't really have to be the the same last name either. I mean, it's one true, or both of us could be married and have changed it or something, or half siblings for another reason.
3: There's also a possibility. So many possibilities. So, Pud,
0: hmm.
2: or actually,
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Christine what their idea for the work relationship was first before I talk to you about ours. Yes.
0: So my idea for work relationship was contact slash informant. With you being or with uh yeah, because you're an orer, and yep. me being your outside
3: contact. nice nice, Ooh-hoo. I like that.
2: What are you informing
0: on? Not sure yet. We'll find out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> the one who took everything. Oh dear. I don't know that that if you if you not are close with them that might be tough actually because Hazel is your sibling and also has a problem with the one who took everything. We'll we'll get there. Yeah. So Pud, do you think we're partners? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah.
2: <laughs> I feel like that makes the most sense.
3: <laughs> I
2: I love the idea that we went to school together. Oh, totally. And we like passed our exams together and we're friends. But boy <laughs> howdy do I stress you out. <laughs>
3: I think that Isabella calls Neil the constant thorn in her side with an affectionate (laughs) smile. (laughs)
0: Um, So, Hazel, you and I need to detail our need to get the truth. Yes. Do you have any strong feelings about any of those?
1: I don't.
0: If I narrow it down to two, would you pick between the two? Sure. Sure. 'Cause I'm really fond of uh to get the truth about admin room f three twenty six. Um mm. but I'm also uh I also really like to get the truth about the accident.
1: <laughs> <gasps>
0: it's very dramatic. I can hear the capital
3: <laughs> letter in your voice.
0: Oh yes. I feel like I have to say that every time, if that's the one we pick. We have to like it's like a turn to the camera <laughs> and
1: the oh, you're, you're you're making me really want to go with that one now for some reason. <laughs> i really like admin room admin room f326 as well though it's so mysterious
0: i know i feel like the one is like there's a lot of mystery inherent in the choice and the other one is there's a lot of dramatic mystery imposed onto something that's probably not that mysterious
1: mm-hmm. let's go with the admin room okay
0: all right
2: uh so I do want to define the empty Gringotts vaults just a little bit more. Okay. Um, do we think that's like, uh, do we think that that's related to the need to forget it all? Like, did we see something there that we never want to speak of again? (laughs) Or are they separate?
1: I was thinking they were related, but I'm not sure how precisely. Hmm.
2: It could be that we discover how they're related later on. Hmm. So maybe what is what are we trying to forget? Collectively.
3: <laughs> There's always the options that are offered in the playset to help detail it mm-hmm. out. Or you could True. make up your own.
1: Let's look at those. I kind of like both two and three there. Ooh! Oh no!
3: <laughs> Did you forget about number two? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play. Um, uh
2: oh. I don't know, but three has. Oh, okay. I have a stronger idea for three. I feel like.
1: Okay. Well, we can do that uh, one then.
2: Uh, and I think we witnessed a crime inside of this empty Gringotts vault. I don't know what crime, but it was a crime, hmm. and we both super should not have
3: seen it. So I'm very curious about both this iron key and the one who took everything. I didn't have a strong idea for what the person took or who they are. I like the idea that Neil does not know about this shared quest that Isabella has with Tabitha though. Mm. I mean we are we are tracking down Grindelwald's old followers, so I think that it's it kind of is a shoe in for it to be one of them.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. We do have an empty vault. I mean I know it's not between us, but
3: Oh, interesting. So do we think it's somebody somebody owned what was in the vault?
0: Could be. Is the vault empty because someone took everything?
3: Mm hmm. Ooh. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Question if it is if it's Tabitha's everything or Isabella's everything.
1: Is it everything that we shared for some reason?
3: Were you running away together? It's all our savings.
2: I don't know. Maybe um, it- you did something less than legal to get all that money. That's another possibility.
3: Ooh, mm-hmm. I'm by the books is the problem. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I feel like by the book uh, doesn't That's necessitate true. that you don't do illegal things. I, I think, mean, well, if I anything.
3: Think I like the idea that Isabella looking into this matter uh, under the table, as it were, is actually like weird for her like this is this is her departure from lawfulness um mm-hmm. but it could be that like all Isabella's stuff got taken and Tabitha's looking into a bunch of stuff that's connected to the person who they think took it because Tabitha's also trying to get a different truth and there's a mysterious iron key involved like maybe the the vault getting raided was part of a larger thing
2: i like that yeah
3: and i could see like Tabitha brought the iron key to Isabella as, like, part of the, hey, you want to work together on this deal, if that makes sense to you.
1: I think so. I'm a little lost for some reason. But... Yeah,
3: no, I'm. A, I'm a little bit. It's it's kind of hard to connect all of these needs somehow.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I kind of like the idea of going down the list, uh, just to review. That might help us yeah. straighten out a couple of confusion mm-hmm. bits. So I can start. Um, so just restating, I have a work relationship with Minnow. I am the loose cannon, (laughs) and (laughs) Isabella tries to be by the book as far as possible. Um, Mm -hmm. We are partners, we went to school together. Um, I am friends with Tabitha. Um, does Tabitha have an occupation aside from being an Auror?
3: No, I think friends with, you're friends with Sebastian.
0: Oh, with Sebastian. Oh, with Sebastian, sorry. Um. So, in terms of Sebastian's occupation, I was thinking since I'm a contact slash informant, that I'm not technically an orer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm envisioning Sebastian working in like a like vaguely sketchy nocturnal apothecary with some like Great. criminal underworld ties. Hence the contact informant.
3: I like that um, a lot.
0: Yeah.
2: So, if I'm friends with Sebastian, I think maybe if we're drinking buddies. Um, are you exclusively an informant for, uh, Isabella, or or do you just inform to all Aurors that you feel friendly with?
0: Um, I- Hmm. I think- I think exclusively to Isabella, because I don't want to, like- I don't want to inform to too many people, because it'll ruin my cred. Oh, totes. Um. So then- we're, we're just drinking buddies. I think, we're, I think we're just coincidentally drinking buddies.
2: Maybe we, like, uh, follow the same Quidditch team and yeah. we ended up, like, striking up a friendship as a result of being in the same bar one evening uh, and yes. cheering for the same team. Also, you shared like explosive less.
3: evidence with each other.
2: Oh, gosh. <laughs> explosive evidence. Okay, let's
0: define that a little bit more. Let, yeah, let's talk <laughs> about explosive evidence. Who Who... I think it, I was gonna say, who brought the explosive evidence into the relationship? And I feel like that's something that I could have done.
3: I like we that. We'd have
0: to figure out why I brought it to you and not to Isabella. Mm, do you know Isabella is my partner? I don't think I
2: do. Okay. So then I kind of like the idea of maybe we were just hanging out in a bar. And do you have the explosive evidence in like a satchel
0: or something
3: when oh, it yes, goes absolutely. off? <laughs> oh, like it's literally explosive 100. evidence.
0: A hundred percent.
3: I think it's I think
2: it's like it's more just incendiary, like you have a huge burn hole in your satchel after it goes out.
0: <laughs> oh, my poor bag. My poor satchel. <laughs> my poor dragonhide
3: satchel ruined. <laughs> like, oh, that should I be think there's definitely <laughs> Not
0: this one. It was a knockoff.
2: (laughs) I really like the idea of both of us just, like, pints halfway to our mouth. We're staring at this (laughs) bag, and we look at each other, (laughs) and we're just like, uh, okay. (laughs) And I think I I casually just like, you mind if I take that into work? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, that is perfect. Inquire discreetly about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so then with Tabitha... Oh no, she's very cute! (laughs) Uh, Wait, is there a
3: picture somewhere?
2: No, uh, she's a
0: hairdresser.
2: Which, I don't know, that just seems very cute to me. (laughs) Like, they're very... Okay, anyway, so, um... So for this Gringotts vault, I really like the idea of maybe I was uh, on an investigation and Isabella and I had split up to follow different leads, um, which takes me to this empty Gringotts vault. And you were also there for some reason. uh, Mm -hmm. And we overheard a conversation um, of very dangerous variety. And that conversation ends up going south and we witnessed a murder inside of a Gringotts vault. Hmm. I like that. And I think uh I think it might have been uh of an unsavory type, like uh during this this era people are hunting down um some of Grindelwald's followers. So maybe the person who was murdered was a Grindelwald follower, and we were both kinda like, well, they're horrible people anyway. <laughs> so what if we just don't talk
3: about this? <laughs> uh Hey, it's a random idea of what could be in the vault. What's up? What if, like, my late brother's research or something? Like, some kind of, like, dangerous research? For for what was inside the vault? Yes. Uh, I like that a lot. Like, she doesn't even know what's involved, just that it's bad and she's been hiding it there.
0: Oh. What if the explosive evidence is, part is of the connected research? to your yes. late brother's research?
2: Yeah. I like that a lot. Maybe part of the reason I don't want to talk about it is because I recognize that Man is your brother.
3: Oh, shit. Like he faked his death. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so I'm also kind of <clears throat> feeling like the reason I was at this vault and witnessed this murder was because I was also after the research and I was about to break in. hmm
3: <laughs> And they took I your like shit, that so that's why you want to get even with them. And we're teaming yeah. up against a common enemy, <laughs> even though otherwise yes. you would be my enemy. <laughs> yes.
1: Well, I don't think you. I don't think you necessarily know. Oh, I don't know that. that You're totally was... playing me. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so what is this iron key?
1: Uh, maybe it's something that was dropped during the murder.
3: Mm. Ooh, and you like brought I've it to um... me. Yeah. So it's like a clue. <laughs> yes. Perfect starting to come
2: together. Um, For my clarity, did we decide it was your brother who committed the murder or was the murdered individual?
3: Oh, shit. Uh, I think that she thought that he was dead before that happened. Like, she was hiding his research after he was gone, presumed dead. I think uh,
2: I I have an idea as far as that's concerned. Maybe this murder that I definitely witnessed was played off as, like... Finally finding quote unquote your brother, because the person who was murdered was basically just burned to a crisp, so oh. they were unidentifiable. Sure. But maybe your brother, since he did the murdering, left like a significant object to yeah.
3: identify himself. Well, except that I do need to get even with the person who took everything. And if Well, no no. So I think it's not my brother who took it when it's really maybe he him who took it. Cool. Yeah. Perfect.
2: And I mean it's possible that they uh, the everything for you, is that they just took your brother, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Rather, potentially, the family's reputation. That's a lot of shit that's been taken.
0: And we'll figure out what admin room F-326 is. <laughs> I don't
1: know. It might be ha- good to have an idea of where that fits in.
3: Or at least why you're interested in it.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm. You're an informant.
3: I'm an informant, yes.
1: And I'm basically a criminal. <laughs> and a hairdresser. Um,
0: and I we... had the explosive evidence that was the product of the research that you were trying to steal, right?
1: Yes. Are we, are we working together? Or are you competing? Mm.
0: Or have you pulled me unconsciously, like, have you pulled me without telling me into your whole scheme? Did I have the evidence because you gave it to me because you were trying to hide it? Or something like
3: that?
1: Uh, I kind of like that. I do too. I don't know where I was going with that to get us to admin room F-326, but, um...
0: (laughs) Me neither, but it's a good detail.
3: Maybe the admin room has files related to... I don't know. Or maybe that's just where the... Maybe admin room F-326 is where the... File, like the forensic files are for the case about the murder? I don't know.
0: Maybe. Admin room F326 is a magic room and no one who's gone into it has ever come out. Yes!
3: Ooh, I like that. And we'll just figure out what the fuck and to do with that. Either, it's beautiful.
0: <laughs> we either need something in there or lost something or someone in there or want to
3: know why it's. I don't know. We'll figure out a way to detect that. <laughs> because it's beautiful. Yes. And so very Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> Indeed.
3: <laughs> okay, so how this works is that we go around a circle, framing scenes. Um, on your turn, you can choose to either establish the scene, which is to set up what the scene is going to be about, or you can choose to resolve it, which is to choose what die you get at the end. So at the end of every scene, each person either gets a black die or a white die. Usually a black die means your character failed in some way in the scene, or a white die means it was a net success for your character. The reason these the colors are important is that at the tilt and then again at the aftermath, you're going to take your dice of each color and roll them and then subtract it. So it actually gives you an advantage if you have more of one color versus the other. If you have like an even number of both, you're more likely to have a poor outcome. Uh so Do we want to do the same order we did for creation? So I'm going to, I would start. Or did we want to start with like PUD or something so we can start in that that empty vault?
2: Mm, I think starting in the empty vault makes a little less sense now since the thing that happened in it has already happened.
3: Well, but this could be you establishing you two being there after the thing happened because we haven't established that in scene. If you wanted to. Again, we don't have to.
2: No, I think... If it's alright with Hazel, I, I feel like... I think the thing that happened in that vault has already happened, okay. so to speak. And this right. is sort of after that fact.
1: Okay. So I think, yeah, starting with... uh, So I can Isabella. start. Isabella.
3: Cool. Yep. So for each scene, for everyone's reference, you want to be centering at least one of the things that you share with people in the scenes. Um... Did you want to set up the work relationship, bud? Yeah, sure. Cool. Do you already have the explosive evidence? And are you planning on sharing it? Or are you hiding it?
2: I think I'm... I don't think I'm hiding it. I think I... I, Because I don't think I have a reason to hide it. Um, I think maybe we're in our office and I'm filling out the
3: paperwork to document it. Okay, so we could be... We could be bringing that up. Cool. So I think the scene is set in a small... Office. Uh, I imagine that half of it is cluttered and half of it, half of it is very neat. Is that correct? Uh, I think
2: there are two. Like, I'm definitely seeing two like big oak desks <laughs> smashed together. <laughs> uh, one has a just like stacks on stacks of like paperwork and files. They're neat stacks, to be clear, but they're stacks nonetheless. And then one is like pristine with maybe. Uh, a paperweight that never ever sits
3: on paper. <laughs> 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 on the pristine half, at the pristine half, in a in a chair, in a comfortable chair, uh, sits a woman with auburn hair. She wears a skirt suit in a dark, rich purple with, like, a scarf around her neck. Not like a, not like a warm scarf, like one of those, those light, nice scarves. I don't know how to describe that. <laughs> like those silk scarves? Yeah, uh... And I think that as we watch, like, some paperwork floats through the air and files itself neatly into a drawer. And the drawer claps smartly shut. (laughs) Anything new over there?
2: (laughs) Sitting across from her uh, is a man in his 40s. He's got uh, dark hair that's getting a little bit longer, but cropped a little shorter on the sides. Um, Some gray in his temples and glasses that he's kind of squinting through as he's filling out this paperwork um he's wearing a patterned jumper on patterned slacks on patterned socks um and a bow tie and his oxford shoes are tapping against the floor rather annoyedly um and he glances up at Isabella no nothing new just doing the same old filling out of evidence paperwork he just returns to uh, whatever he's doing. His, his quill is just scratching all over the paper, and he's definitely gonna have to fill this out again neater. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think you just see her like, peary, like sitting up straighter to peer over the file, the paperwork, shaking her head, deciding not to say anything because somebody else is gonna have to say anything, something about it anyway, and she doesn't want the fight, and goes back to her own paperwork. <laughs>
2: Um, I think he, uh, he, like, pauses a little bit, uh, grabs the dragon satchel, the dragon skin satchel, um, from another part of his desk and kind of, like, heads up, tosses it her way. Uh, take a look at that. Let me know if you see anything interesting about it. I, the story is interesting.
3: Interesting how so? I
2: was having a drink with a friend. And it decided to set itself on fire. I'm not really sure what caused it.
3: So she is going to carefully pull whatever is inside out. Did we decide what is in there? Somebody describe this to me.
0: <laughs> I don't think that there is a... F- well, there's there's some stuff in there, because there's everything Sebastian had in the bag, which means that there are, like, several, like vials of weird looking liquids, um some messy notes on parchment that are mostly burned up at this point, um and then like a pair of very cheap, clearly knockoff also dragon hide gloves, um, and like a broken pocket watch. And I think that there's some like orangey powdery residue inside of the bag.
3: Hmm. I think she's going to gather some of it into a vial. We'd better send this off for testing. Do you know if these notes were part of the evidence?
2: I think uh, Neil holds a handout to look at the notes one more time. I don't think he uh, really looked through the bag as thoroughly (laughs) as Isabella does. (laughs) Um, What are the notes? uh, What were the notes about again? That's a good question. Ah. (laughs) I haven't thought about that yet.
0: (laughs) Um, I think it's, well, they're mostly burned up. Um, Oh, sure, sure, sure. But from the remnants that are left, it's probably, like, part, like, potion, like, lists of potion ingredients and part, like, elaborate get-rich-quick schemes. That's
2: fantastic.
0: (laughs) Not very good ones.
2: They're, like, little newspaper clippings of get-rich-quick schemes that are,
0: like, pasted on parchment. This is clearly, like, he was sitting down and he was, like, making a, like, shopping list or a list for the shop. Um, and then was like, oh, I had an idea. And is like writing down some like scam to, <laughs> to make some money. Uh, On the same page. I think
2: uh, Neil's going to glance at Isabella. Uh, looks like bad planning more than anything else.
3: I think she just holds out a hand and without saying anything, just a hand that's like, give. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he, he hands it back to her.
3: Does she recognize the handwriting? Do you think she knows her informant's handwriting?
0: I think she probably does. I think they've probably owled information back and forth to one another.
3: And it's pretty distinct.
0: It's it's pretty distinct handwriting, I think. It's
3: Oh, Sebastian. You think she knows that the get rich schemes are his (laughs) 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 Did she say Sebastian's name out loud? Um, I think she just goes, hmm, no, I think these aren't evidence. I think you're right. (laughs) I think she slides the file across to Neil. Get that looked into.
2: I think Neil is going to put it in one of those, like, uh, a- a- an appropriately sized um, manila folder. I feel like he has a drawer with, like, multiple sizes. <laughs> <He> pulls <laughs> that open, drops it in, signs the top of it, uh, pulls out another one, stuffs his paperwork inside, <laughs> um, and kind of pushes back from the desk. Right, so I'm going to drop these off, but I think after that, we can call it a day very well and he uh he's gonna grab his coat i feel like i'm definitely envisioning like a little squished office here so he has to like Mm -hmm. sidle by (laughs) uh isabella's desk uh, in order to grab his coat and then hat and heads out the door
3: i think that may be seen i think so we're gonna follow neil into the next scene
2: Um, yeah, do you want to assign dice for that scene first?
3: Ah, yes, sorry, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that game.
0: (laughs) Ah, yes, the mechanics.
3: (laughs) Do we think that Isabella succeeded or failed in that scene?
0: I feel like succeeded.
3: Yeah, she covered for her informant pretty well.
0: Got some evidence about something.
3: Yeah, I I agree with that. So I take a white die for that.
2: Coolio? Um,
3: Are you establishing or resolving?
2: I would be okay if someone established and then I resolved.
3: Okay, what is, what, I kind of want to see you and, and Hazel do a scene. What do you guys think?
1: Mmm, I like that. Sure, I'm up for a scene.
3: I mean, my my thought would be that you guys, something to do with uh, the thing that you need to forget that happened in that Gringotts vault. <laughs>
2: um, that begs the question on whether we saw each other at the vault or not.
3: Ooh, interesting. Mmm.
1: Hmm. That is interesting. So I guess the the question is, do we want to have seen each other or not?
2: I think um I like the idea of like having run into each other maybe while we're trying to scarper. Hmm. And and both of us being a little bit like uh a little bit uh, out of sorts. I think um we kind of just ignored each other and like let each other pass like ships in the night. So our I think our faces might be familiar to each other, but I think this might be the moment that we we uh, realize that we saw the same thing.
1: Okay, so we're probably just bumping into some each other somewhere.
2: Yeah, I like the idea that maybe. Um, uh, so the the OR offices are obviously in the ministry, but I, in in true bureaucratic fashion, I love the idea that you have to cross the main lobby in order to get to the evidence room. <laughs> <laughs> uh just because someone set it up that way and it was stupid and now we just deal with it (laughs) instead of moving the evidence room um so i like the idea that uh neil might be lost in thought while he exits the uh the one wing the west wing shall we say and uh is sort of walking through the lobby kind of dodging and weaving through the uh The crowds that tend to pocket this area. And maybe that's uh, when he and Hazel run into each other, quite literally.
1: (laughs) Okay, so...
2: Yeah, he and Tabitha, sorry.
1: Yeah, so Tabitha has to be there somewhere for some reason. Uh, Do we think this is maybe like admin room F-326 is in here somewhere?
0: That's what I was going to say. What if it's the room next to the evidence room?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. That's great.
0: There have definitely been people who've accidentally put their evidence in the wrong room. <laughs>
1: and it's just disappeared forever. That's really good. So yeah. Uh I'm walking into the lobby to uh check out room F three twenty six again.
2: Very casually.
1: So are we in the scene now or
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I think so. Um so I think uh he are you like carrying anything? Does that go flying whenever you run into whenever we run into each other?
1: Uh it definitely does. I'm carrying my my purse, white leather, and uh it goes flying whenever you hit me.
2: <laughs> uh, I think Sebastian's glasses get knocked off his head. He did think he's in the habit of uh shoving them up on his um on top of his head, kind of like a headband whenever he's, like, thinking about things. And, uh, that's why he runs into you. And he's kind of doing the Velma thing of, well, my glasses! (laughs) I can't see without my glasses! Um, and just kind of apologizing profusely, like, I'm so sorry, madam. (laughs) It's completely my (laughs) fault.
1: And I'm like, excuse me, watch where you're going, like, (laughs) As you're searching for your glasses. And then I think, like, uh, I'm bending down to get my purse and we kind of look up at the same time and then we recognize each other. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: I think a split second later, my hands find my glasses and I shove them onto my face and straighten up. Um, Right. Uh, I apologize again. Um, Can I help you with something?
1: Uh, You you were there
2: he glances around and then like takes you by the elbow into the evidence room <laughs> public is not the best place to talk about that i feel yes i was there so were you what are you doing here
1: oh i just had some some paperwork i had to file
2: my instinct was insight check <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I think I think he believes you oh. <laughs>
1: uh what are you doing here do you Do you work here? I'm an or.
2: I was actually depositing some evidence in this particular when he like holds up the two envelopes um and I think starts walking down the hall. The way I'm seeing the setup. Working is, like, it's just one long hallway, and then after a certain point, you get to this window um, where you can, like, check in evidence and stuff, and uh, uh, and that's, like, that's the whole evidence room. <laughs> it's just a long hallway, and then if you work there, there's, like, an employee entrance that you can go behind the, the front desk sort of set up and, and go and organize things, but uh, he starts walking down that hallway um paperwork what uh, what kind of paperwork maybe i can help you figure it out
1: oh i think I'm, i think i've got it handled uh, no need to no need to bother you with it but do, do you know you, you say you work here do you do you know what what happened do you know why why that person was killed are are you working on that case
2: i am not working on that case no uh i don't think it's turned into a case as yet if anything it was the resolution to a case uh, I I honestly I don't think it's on the priority list here at the moment
1: a murder isn't on the priority list
2: seems that it was the explanation for a missing person more than a,
1: a murder well that seems, seems very disturbing to me do you know uh if the murderer got away with anything, you know, other than killing the person, like it was, it was in that vault, right? I think it was a vault.
2: When I went inside the vault, uh, there wasn't anything there. It seemed emptied.
1: I see. So, uh, uh, what, what's this, this evidence that you have? Anything interesting?
2: Tiki, <laughs> uh, launches into, uh. An explanation of this curious leather bag that exploded and has like a huge you burn disaster.
3: Hole in it. You're not supposed to tell <laughs> random people by <about> your evidence. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Side. He's good at catching people, okay? <laughs>
3: Far away, um, Isabella feels her eye twitching and wonders why.
0: <laughs>
2: I think uh, I think he definitely at the end of his explanation is like I'm I'm sure it's just a freak incident nothing important, uh, and <laughs> he's like checking it in and escorts Tabitha back out to the main lobby um, and then very awkwardly is just like right well, uh, he like starts searching his pockets for a card and hands her one. <laughs> After like the fifth pocket is checked. If you ever need any help, uh, I'm sure. I I can provide some assistance and he like hands it to you. Um have a nice day.
1: <laughs> Just well, walks thank off. You. Okay. And uh I kind of watch him walk off and continue on my way to room F three twenty six.
2: Oh no.
0: So, so he walks you out, and then you turn around and go right back to the same place to go
1: to the room next door. A- after he walks away, so that he has no clue.
2: <laughs> I love it. Like, walks you out to the center of the lobby, and you have to retrace your steps. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, okay.
2: God. Yeah, I don't think that went well with, for Neil at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Doesn't nope. sound like it. Hup. Have a black die. Yeah. Alright, so my turn? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna frame a scene Um, for fear of belaboring the point with Neil again. <laughs> <But> <laughs> that's where my concerns lie right now. Um. Yeah, so I think um we are in a pub. We are in not the cheapest pub, the second cheapest pub uh-huh. in the like diagonal alley area. Love it. Uh and Sebastian is sitting down at a table with not the cheapest drink, but the second cheapest <laughs> drink on the menu. i
3: a pattern here.
0: Um he is um sort of like a average height but like a little too skinny for the way he's built. Uh 28-year-old man with very sort of like overly styled hair and clothes that are, uh, they, they look really nice from far away. They're clearly very nice clothes. But when you get closer, they're also clearly second or maybe third hand. Um, and he is waiting at this pub for Neil to show. I think this is the pub where they drink together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's coming around to the time of day where normally Neil shows up. Uh, and sebastian is waiting for him here
2: uh so i think neil um is probably i i love the concept that he always says he'll be there at 6:30 but invariably arrives at 6:34 <laughs> uh and i think um i think sebastian has gotten used to this <laughs> oh yes uh so He goes, he bellies up, he orders some snackies and a drink, probably just a pint. Um, and then like slides in, uh, next to Sebastian, um, and greets him in the customary fashion (laughs) with a silent
0: cheers of the pint. (laughs) (laughs) Um, where Sebastian would normally return the silent gesture Today, he, uh, he does not. Today, he, he sort of, like, gets a little excited and he says, Neil! Neil, my good man! Yes, finally, you're here. I was just the man I was looking to talk to. Look, uh, Neil, do you have my bag? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I think Neil, like, takes a very big gulp of his drink first. Um, and then does the, does the satisfying lip-smacking thing... Uh, no, I don't have your bag. I have submitted it as evidence,
0: just following the necessary procedures. Ooh, evidence, yes, of course, evidence. Uh, look, Neil, between you and me, there were some things in that bag that I, um, I'm afraid I need them.
2: Are you talking about the lists that you made, and he, like, cocks an eyebrow?
0: (laughs) Did you read my lists? I'm afraid I had to. Oh, oh, uh, no, not the lists. Um, my gloves and uh, some vials that I needed for work were in there. Um, it's clear from, like, the look on his face that he means the lists. <laughs> he absolutely means the lists. <laughs> uh, and is now ashamed to admit that, knowing that Neil has read them.
2: <laughs> I think uh, Neil, like, searches in... Um searches in his coat pocket i think he keeps his coat on just for flavor here because it's snowing outside i think it is winter time um so he reaches in he takes out uh the lists that sebastian is referring to i don't think he saw it as necessary to uh submit those as evidence it definitely just seemed like a man's shopping list he justified to himself (laughs) And he uh, puts them on the table, slides them over to Sebastian. I have your lists; nobody else does.
0: Oh, they're in rather poor condition, aren't they? But he like like picks them up on, scrambles to pick them up off the table, and like shoves them into the inside pocket of his own coat. Um, (laughs) And he says, "It's a damn shame about the bag, though. Damn good bag. (laughs) (laughs) About his terrible, cheap, fake dragon hide bag." (laughs) <laughs> I think, uh,
2: Neil, uh, not really looking at Sebastian, you want to tell me why those lists are so important?
0: Absolutely not, my good man. Absolutely not. <laughs> I think Neil <laughs> puts a hand on Sebastian's shoulders. <laughs> you want to tell me why they're important. Did I say they were important? I don't recall saying they were important. They're just, they're just lists for work. They just have ingredients on them and potions instructions. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> I think,
2: uh, I think he, uh, takes a hand off of Sebastian's shoulder. Suit yourself. I'm sure if you think of something, you'll share it with me.
0: Absolutely.
2: I don't... Not a convincing lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy when my friends are in trouble, Sebastian.
0: Rushes to, like, change the topic, sort of. Um, and he says, but, th- but the bag, you said you put the bag in evidence. If you all found anything, any reason why it suddenly caught fire?
2: I found something. We are running tests, I believe, on what that something might be. Uh, have you been dealing with any sort of new ingredients of late?
0: New. Hmm, new. I mean, we're always dealing with some kind of new ingredients. Um... Anything bright in colour powdery, maybe. No, not that I can recall, not lately. Some very rare uh <laughs> fumbling for a fake potions <laughs> ingredient. Some very rare Chinese doxy powder. Um but that's you know, quite a dull grey, really. Um anglerfish eyes, but those aren't a powder. No, not that I can recall. Why, was there something bright and powdered in my bag?
2: Um <laughs> he only, I think, takes another slug of his drink Where the burns were, it seemed like there was Some sort of orange powder lining that area If you're into anything dangerous, Sebastian,
0: you need to tell me I mean, nothing connected to that that I can think of mm. I mean, are we all into... Something a little bit dangerous isn't living life a little bit dangerous?
2: (laughs) Oh, man. I think at this point, Neil, uh, like, seeing Sebastian is very clearly uncomfortable with this whole conversation. Shifts it to
0: sports!
2: (laughs) And I think they start Speaking
0: talking. Speaking of dangerous, did you see that thing the Hollyhead Harpies Seeker did the other day? <laughs> yes! That is their favorite. <laughs> yes.
2: Uh, absolutely. I think that's exactly how <laughs> Neil changes the subject. Uh, Incredible. And just kind of, they start talking about that instead. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think they kind of just start shooting the shit. Uh, and by the time the check arrives, um, I think Neil, without really asking, pays for all of it, including tip. Oh, <laughs> and uh, um, he—I think he's the first to leave the table. But I think he hands something to Sebastian before he goes. Um, and and kind of just leaves with a "Take care of yourself, Sebastian," and and goes. And I think when Sebastian looks in his hand, uh, it's a little note. Uh, scrawled out with uh, Neil's address and uh, and um, like the words underneath are "if you need uh, somewhere to lie low." Oh, he's so sweet. He's <laughs> very he nice. Is such such a take
3: care boy. of his friends. <laughs> yeah. Do we think that was a win for Sebastian or a failure? I
0: feel like it was a win, but I, I established so I don't get to decide. I think
3: it was a win but yeah, <laughs> he has a
1: friend, a real friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sebastian yeah. got the list back and...
0: Uh, he did. He got his, his burned up list back. <laughs> Bonded
1: with he he didn't get
0: his bag, but... Perfect.
3: Yeah, we're gonna give you a white die then. Yes!
1: Okay, so I think that uh, my scene is going to be with uh, Sebastian outside of admin room f three twenty six yes excellent so Tabitha is a woman in her early thirties. She has long blonde hair and she has like fancy enamel pins decorating it. She is uh tall and she's wearing this flowery uh dress. She is also wearing a pearl necklace and has uh Pearl stud earrings and is carrying a white leather purse. And she's just standing uh, a little distance away from room F326, occasionally looking at a clock on the wall and tapping her foot, waiting for Sebastian to get here.
0: Is she taller than Sebastian? I just want to get the image in my mind because I think he's on the shorter side.
1: Uh if he's on the shorter side, then probably I'm thinking she's like five eight, five, nine, tallish four okay, A I was woman, thinking
0: he's but... like five 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 six, so yeah, perfect, so Sebastian like hurries up um and he's doing the thing where someone who is trying not to look suspicious ends up looking more suspicious mm. um, and he he comes up to meet her. He says, Tabitha, I'm so sorry I'm late. And then he like stops halfway through the last word and like looks around to see if anyone's like around or listening, and he goes, Tabitha, I'm so sorry I'm late.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad you're finally here. I uh saw that you lost your bag. One of the yes. horrors. One of the orers had it. Did you at least manage to keep the documents?
0: Yes. Yes, I did. Um I don't know, I haven't had a chance to look through it yet. Um, and he, like, starts to pull the papers out of the, like, inside pocket of his jacket and start to, like, hand them over to Tabitha. Um, and they're, like, they're a mess. (laughs) Not only are they now burnt up, they're also very crumpled up from being shoved into his, his pocket. I, uh, unfortunately, the, the whole bag thing couldn't really be avoided. He happened to be there when it it burst into flames, Tabitha! Do you know... Why would it have burst into flames?
1: Probably because it sensed a threat. I think these are recoverable, though.
0: Oh. oh thankfully. I'm so I'm so relieved. Um, I don't... What could have been threatening? Oh, I... I suppose the aura I was sitting next to. That yes, might prob- have been...
1: Prob- probably the aura, yes. Threatening.
0: Damn. I didn't think about that.
1: Well, at least you got these back. And she uh, she waves her wand over it, and the paper starts, the burnt blackness starts to fade away. And the notes that were uh, there start disappearing, and other words start coming forth. Yes, yes, okay. Yes, the, these, they're still in good shape. Uh, well, good job in getting them back. I really appreciate that. I... Yes, it
0: took quite a lot of doings. A lot of convincing. You would be very proud of me for getting them back.
1: Now we just have to figure out a way to get into this room. And she turns around to look at the room. Do you have any ideas?
0: Getting into it, I have plenty of ideas. Getting back out of it, I have absolutely no ideas.
1: Well, yes, you know, I meant safely. There uh, must be a way.
0: You could... we could find a rope you could tie it around my waist. I could go in. And you could pull me back out. No, it's too easy.
1: It wouldn't work. If this was d and I'd make a perception check and see what the door looked like. But I guess <laughs> one of us has to figure that out and describe it.
0: I guess so. Yes, we have much more control <laughs> over the story. I feel like it's just like a totally average looking door. Like, it's just like, it looks like a completely normal door. And it says admin room, or it says F-326 on like a... Like a bronze placard, um, mm-hmm. just a little above eye level. But it hasn't got a doorknob. Mm.
1: What is that revealing spell? Revelio? Yeah. She taps on the door and says, Revelio, and nothing happens. She's like, ah, of course that would work. It's too easy. <sighs> Do you think maybe your horror friend would have an idea?
0: You know, I think he just might. Just a matter of convincing him to. You know what? I think I could convince him to help.
1: That sounds like an excellent idea. So, uh, why don't you arrange a a date with him? And you can uh, ask him some questions. Not too forwardly, I don't think. Just, you know, bring it up and see if he can help.
0: All right, I'll do that, and I will owl you as soon as I have. Any information?
1: Thank you, Sebastian.
0: Of course. And now Sebastian and Neil are going on a date. (laughs) (laughs) Date!
3: Love it. Beautiful.
0: Um, can I do like a, as just like a coda, can I have Sebastian send Neil an owl? Yeah. Yeah. Sort of part of the same scene, right? Yeah, I think, I think he's just gonna write a letter like, um... I do think I could use that help that you've offered me. And then, like, a meeting place or something like that at the bottom. We can define what that is later. When we come around to it. Yeah, I like that. Well, that scene felt positive.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think y'all get a white dye. Or Hazel gets a white dye. White dye
0: for me? I'm glad that I opened my mouth and Sebastian immediately turned into just, like, a bumbling idiot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian and Neil. What a pair.
0: <laughs> it's
3: a good pair. Very good. How about I resolve this scene? I'm I'm not sure necessarily where to go next, if yeah. Let me go ahead and say resolve.
2: You want someone to set it up? Yes. Well, I feel like I'd like to uh get a little bit of interaction between uh, Tabitha and Isabella, honestly. Yeah,
3: you know, we get so much so much shared. We gotta get in that mix. Yeah. So how are we going to bring, I think we need to bring the research in, but I'm not sure quite how.
1: Yeah, so, well, one of the questions is has how we really know each other. Because uh, we're both seeking uh, to get even for the same thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, we haven't necessarily met.
3: Yeah, because uh, you are mostly in it because the the Gringotts vault was empty. Mm-hmm. Uh, When you got there. (laughs) So you could always just bring me the clue. The iron key.
1: I could. That sounds good.
3: Okay, so we will do that.
1: So, uh, you hear a knock on your office door.
3: Come in. She's clearly absorbed in paperwork and not expecting, like, a visitor visitor.
1: So, I enter. And I look at you. And I say, I understand that... Uh, There was a robbery at uh, a certain vault.
3: I think she leans back in her chair and looks at you as if wondering how you know that, how you know to come to her. Wary, basically. Yes?
1: I happened to be in the area, uh, you know, doing business at my own vault, and I saw some strange things there. Did did you know that there was a, a a horrible murder, actually, in your vault?
3: Does does she know? Did was... anybody tell her Because 'Cause we we're saying that she thinks her brother died there, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like
2: S I I the way I'm kind of seeing this work logistically is Neil was there, witnessed this crime, uh tried to get off the scene as fast as possible. But I think eventually it was a Gringotts employee that called in a scorched Mm -hmm. dead body
3: in one of their vaults. So I think she was called to identify the body.
2: Yeah. And I think maybe... I kind of love the visual of Neil coming with her, but hanging back to quote-unquote
3: give her space, but really just not be there again. So I think we see that that quick flashback and then her looking a little bit shaken I was aware
1: I saw some of that Um, but what I really wanted to talk to you about was uh, I I picked up this key that seems to have been dropped and I was wondering if you recognized it or if you knew anything about it and she holds up the key,
3: I think she examines it, really, hoping that something will click, but it doesn't. She shakes her head. did you see Did you see anybody? Did you see who might have done it?
1: <sighs> no, they were they were outside my view, and then they were just gone. You can't operate there, right? Like, no, I don't
3: should be impossible should be impossible to break in at all
1: yes i it was it was very very strange and and uh, frankly very horrifying i was told by another or that no one was working on this case uh, do you know do you know why that is it seems like it would. it seems like a murder in a green God's fault somebody would be working on it
3: why wouldn't somebody be working on it is the question hmm.
2: So, the 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 assumption I was going off of was that it was determined to be uh, the resolution to a missing persons case of, like, like, your brother had gone missing and then this was him being found. And it, it might even just be as simple as, like, well, we solved that one and there are other more important cases to work on. So, at the very least, uh, you know, Isabella shouldn't be working on this because you're too close to it.
3: Okay, but... There's yeah. nobody working on the murder case.
1: Well, yeah. I think basically they found your brother or what, who they think was your brother in your brother's vault and I think he just kind of self-immolated there and that resolved itself.
3: Oh, so it was like rolled suicide type sense. thing or an accident.
1: Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Anybody actually broke in and.
3: All right. A, a determination was made on the case. The investigation was closed.
1: Are you are you satisfied with that?
3: Why do you care?
1: Because I I was there. It was it was definitely a murder. I I could hear him screaming, and I just think somebody should be should be working on it.
3: Would you be willing to witness that it was a murder?
1: Uh well
3: Without I, evidence yes, we can't I, reopen the case.
1: I I, I guess, but um, they've already taken a statement from me, they just don't they, they, they don't believe me for some reason.
3: Oh, you were part of the investigation, that? Yes. I must accept the determination that was made. There's no use digging further into into the murder or the robbery. <sighs> you were there before things ended, though. Yes. And was the vault? The vault was empty at that point.
1: I think so. I didn't get a good look in. I mostly just ran ran past as fast as I could. Do, Do you know what was supposed to be in the vault?
3: None of your affair. It was my property that was stolen.
1: Fair enough. And any clues as to who stole it?
3: No more than there were clues in the accident. The supposition was that my brother had done something with it. May I have the key to look at?
1: Of, of course. Uh, I know it's strange, but uh, would you mind keeping me updated on anything you find, if you find anything else out? It's just, I, 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 I'd, I'd like to know what happened. It was, you know, fairly traumatic to me.
3: I will give you whichever updates are appropriate.
1: I guess that's all I can ask. Uh, uh, thank you very much for your time.
3: Thank you for the key. I'll try to try to find what this belongs to. Uh,
1: yes. Well, uh, good day. And you as well. And Tabitha walks out.
3: I
2: feel like Neil's only redeeming quality is Isabella as an order. <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like Neil's only redeeming quality as an aura is Isabella. <laughs> Any other partner and he would be off
3: the force. Look, they balance each other out. <laughs> I'm trying to decide how that went for Isabella. I think, I mean, she got a clue, but she doesn't know what the fuck to do with it, and she didn't really get more information, she just got upset. So I'm gonna give us a black dye there.
2: Alright. Haha, me again. I think, uh, Where do we think Sebastian asked
0: Neil to meet him? Um, so I think it's somewhere more private than the pub. Uh Uh-huh. But I think it's somewhere less private than, like, Neil's house or Sebastian's flat. Yeah. Um, I want to say maybe just, like, at the apothecary, and they're in, like, the back room of the apothecary.
2: Yeah, I like that. Uh, I kind of like the visual of, uh, Maybe Sebastian finishes up with a customer and then, like, bats aside the curtain to go into that back room, and Neil is sitting or leaning on, like, uh, a countertop or
0: something like that. Yes. Yes. Um, even better, I think Sebastian is not quite finished with a cu- I think Sebastian was working with a customer, went into the back to, like, mix something up or, like, package something, so he's, like, he's doing the thing that he needs to do with his hands while he's having this conversation.
2: Yeah, I like that a
0: lot. Like, measuring out, like, you know, ingredients of some kind into different containers and that kind of thing. I love that. Great. Excellent. <laughs> um, I think uh, Neil
2: has his hands crossed over another very ostentatious jumper. <laughs> And uh, he's kind of just glancing at Sebastian and then glancing around this back room because he's never really been back here. So there's a lot to take in. Oh. And, and he's just kind of uh, letting Sebastian lead the conversation, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And so he's finally just kind of like, so uh, what did you want to discuss?
0: Yes, well, about that. um, You mentioned uh, yesterday... That, um, if, if I was, whether or not I was in any, any trouble of any kind. Um, and, uh, I'm sorry to say that I lied. I was ashamed to admit it, Neil. I, I truly was, but, um, well, I'm, I'm in a bit of a pickle here. And, uh, well, since you offered to help, I was wondering if you might be able to To help me out with something. You see, I've, um... I've lost something very important. And I think he's, like... He's, like, been rehearsing this, like, bullshit, fake story in his head, like, all morning. (laughs) Um. And so, like, it almost sounds a little bit rehearsed. And he says, You see, there's a, um... A man who I've been holding an item for. Has sort of... Well, I've been... Supposed to be keeping it safe. Um, and, well, I seem to have misplaced it, and if he finds out before I can find this item that I've misplaced it, well, Neil, that'll be the end of me.
2: I think Neil is taking this all very seriously. <laughs> but oh I feel God. like we as the audience understand that this is a bit... Oh, yes, yeah. This is a bit much. <laughs> it's such
0: a bit. Oh, it's... yeah. Uh,
2: I think Neil, like, starts chewing at a thumb. I was afraid you would say that. What can I do to help?
0: Well, I've managed to locate this item but unfortunately it's in a highly classified area to which i don't have access and i thought that it might be possible that you could help me get that access um do you know admin room f326
2: i think neil's eyes go wide but he tries to poker face uh i'm familiar
0: yes Yes, well, unfortunately, this item has found its way into admin room F-326. And I can't get in to admin room F-326 to retrieve this object. And if I don't retrieve this object, well, Neil, that'll be the end of me.
2: Um, I think Neil is very deep in thought. How did you ascertain this information? Who told you this?
0: Well, Neil, a friend of mine specializes in tracking spells and has managed to track the item through one of these tracking spells to admin room F-326. And she informed me that that's where the item was. I
2: can look into it for you.
0: Oh, can you? That would be... oh, you would be... I'm, You'd be saving my life, Neil.
2: I'm not promising anything, Sebastian. I I may not come up with anything at all. Um, and you may want to plan for that inevitability, but I'll do my
0: best. Of course, I will plan for the the uh, option that, this, that you may not be able to get the item back, and that this may, in fact, be the end of me. <laughs> I'll get all my affairs in order, Neil. I'll get them in order, I swear.
2: Goodness. God bless. And I think he, like,
0: finishes packing up, like, the thing that he was packing up, but he, like, ducks his head back out and hands it to the customer and, like, finishes that transaction and then comes back in. And he says, really, it's just, it's an incredible favor, Neil. I really, I I couldn't have imagined, I, you know, that there would be a chance that that I might make it through this. This man, he's really, he's truly just... Despicable. And I swear, I swear, if I make it out of this, I will never get involved in something like this again. It'll be a new leaf for Sebastian Blackwood. It will. Uh, I think uh,
2: Neil just powers past that. (laughs) What am I looking for? You haven't said.
0: Ah, yes. Um... Well. What am I looking for? (laughs) We've not established um weren't you just looking for a way
3: in safely
0: yes (laughs) Yes. (laughs) yeah um unfortunately i it's a bit um indescribable this this valuable priceless item i but if you can get into the room i can well if i can get into the room i can find it
2: I'm going to establish some fiction here. I feel like this room has a secret to it uh, that only folks of the ministry understand. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as, like, there is some special procedure to not get lost in the room. Or there's some, yeah. like, secret inside the room that allows you to get out of it. It's just not the same way that you came in.
3: Yeah, like, maybe it's like a security measure.
2: yeah. So it's funny to me that it's in the lobby of all places.
0: <laughs> Next to the evidence room. Yeah,
3: it's fine. Why aren't this um, both in the lobby? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine,
0: it's fine. We established the fiction. Imagine all the people that took a wrong turn looking for the loo and ended up <laughs> in <on laughs> midroom F326 like and on it. never came out.
2: Oh my God. It doesn't have a door right? It doesn't have a doorknob, so... uh neil kind of looks sebastian dead in the eye i i'm afraid that you entering is impossible
0: what do you mean impossible Uh,
2: you are not a batched member of the ministry and therefore you cannot enter that's really the long and short of it sebastian
0: well that's a damn shame neil
2: Which is also concerning, because if there is something important here being used to threaten you or hold it over your head, then someone in the ministry has put it there. And that is not good news.
0: No. No, it's not good news, is it? (laughs) Uh, Sebastian was not expecting this conversation to take this turn. (laughs) Oh dear. Um... Well, Neil... <laughs> lies we weave. <laughs> I suppose I truly should get my affairs in order then, shouldn't I? Ah, uh, perhaps... Perhaps I could come with you and stand outside and guide you to the item from just outside the door.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Would that be a possibility? And then once I've secured the item and avoided my inevitable terrible doom then we can discuss the issue of of who in the ministry is involved in all of this I think that could work oh I'm so glad to hear it but um
2: there will have to be some basics that we go over before that happens
0: of course absolutely anything
2: and I think uh the scene fades out with them sort of conspiring and planning this pseudo heist <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think,
2: uh, that did not go well for Neil. I don't think he realizes how badly it went for him. No, I don't think he does. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Sweet, innocent Neil.
3: Neil, you are a grown-up who deals with criminals all the time. How are you this easily duped? Fine.
0: By a really exceptionally bad criminal as well. Sebastian's his best friend!
2: (laughs) He wasn't expecting his best friend
3: to lie and use him! (laughs) This is not on Neil! (laughs) True, that is an abuse of trust. Oh my god. Yeah.
0: It's not great. (laughs) Sebastian's going to feel bad about it eventually. (laughs) (laughs) So I think I want to resolve my scene.
3: Yeah. Let us find what your scene is going to be about. I definitely think that something involving the admin room is next up. I mean, we could just deal with the pseudo heist now. We could. Does that make sense to you, Pud? Uh, yeah.
0: All right so admin room f three twenty six
3: What time of day is it? I think it's late at night. The ministry is quiet
0: yes excellent
2: um, I think that lobby uh is nice and clear. There's no one behind the receptionist desk um and I think the moon is sort of lancing through this big ostentatious stained glass that like sits right above the entrance, so they're like. Faint colors, sort of splashing all over the marble, and um, I think there's a there's a very silent double swip, and uh, you see two wizards kind of walking um, up the stairs and into the ministry proper, and I think it's, I mean it's very much Neil and Sebastian one after the other, and they make their way over to uh, admin room F twenty six three twenty six and uh i think uh neil looks around and then he knocks on the door and asks to enter uh waits like a beat before there is a series of clicks that can be heard just like along the entire set of wall like gears shifting and stuff and i think uh that's when a keyhole Appears in the door, no doorknob, still just a keyhole. <laughs> and uh, he takes out some keys and unlocks it. That's the that's the special trick, I think.
0: And Sebastian's like, "Damn, why didn't I think of that? Asking the door to open just seemed too easy." <laughs> I love Harry Potter riddles because they're
2: exactly like that. <laughs> just just do the thing you wouldn't think of doing. You solved it. <laughs> Um, and then sort of before, uh, Neil, like, pushes the door open and pushes past it, um, he looks at Sebastian in a very low voice. I can hear you, so you don't need to yell, but make sure you've, you've got
0: this item figured out. Of course, absolutely. Sebastian's got, like, his winter coat on and he's got, like, the collar popped up so it's, like, shrouding some of his face. Um, it doesn't help. People can still recognize him, but it feels more stealthy that way. <laughs> um, and he sort of like moves like quite close behind Neil, um, so that he can be like as close to the doorway as possible. Uh, so Neil pushes
2: in. And he turns around. Don't cross the threshold. Of course. And he uh, leaves the door open. And I think when uh, he leaves the door open, I think Sebastian can definitely see past. inside I don't think there's a bunch of light I think uh, Neil has to cast Lumos in order to see anything Um, but whatever the light hits it's just it's quite literally just piles of stuff like (laughs) room of requirement style things everywhere
0: (laughs) I think as Neil starts to like bake his way in amongst these piles Sebastian like leans as close as he can without crossing the threshold and uh, sort of starts looking around and he says I don't see it yet. Try going farther back. So I
2: think Neil probably at that point disappears behind a particularly large pile. But whenever he speaks, it's like he's right next to Sebastian. Could
0: you give me an idea of color or size? It's about the size of a bread box. And it's, well, multiple colors, but primarily black. (laughs)
2: Sebastian <laughs> Sebastian's just making this up
0: on the fly, to be clear, right? Like... Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, he's hundred percent just making this up. Those are the first two things he thought of. He probably like saw something roughly the size of a bread box and also something that was black and was like, Yes, that Oh
3: my god.
0: Oh. Cause they they only wanna know, like
2: <laughs> why oh, he, when he pe- knows he knows what his aim is here. <laughs> So I think he uh, Sebastian hears Neil kind of just repeating what uh, what he said to him, um, kind of under
0: his breath. I think as Neil is like looking, Sebastian is sort of like scoping it out a little bit. Um, I think he casts Lumos himself to like be able to see things sort of closer up um, and sort of look, get a look at the the door and sort of the area around the door. And then after a, a minute or two, he says, Neil. Neil, I think I see it. Once Neil has, like, worked his way pretty far back into this room. Uh He's like, Neil, it's up! Neil, it's up here! I think I see it! (laughs) Neil, like, you
2: you kind of hear the pattering of feet, and Neil, like, runs back into view,
0: and he's just like, where? (laughs) It's... It's over here by the door here, closer, a little, a little bit closer.
2: Uh, so Neil comes closer, um, and he's
0: like trying to follow wherever Sebastian is pointing. Mm-hmm. And Sebastian, uh, once Neil gets fairly close to where the door is, Sebastian just says, I'm sorry, Neil, and he jumps in, so he like jumps onto Neil's back, ah! so that he's like wrapped around him, but in the room. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Does he know what he's doing now that he's in the room? No, but he found a way into the room. Alright,
2: so, uh, why do we think that the layperson should not cross this
0: threshold? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm boy. so excited to find
2: out. Oh my god,
3: you guys.
2: <laughs> so, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind is that I feel like it's basically just you turn into an invisible person for a certain amount of
0: time. Ooh! Uh,
2: I don't think the room like kills anyone. I feel like that would be a bit no. much like a murderous room in like a high traffic area. Seems like a bad plan. It also feels a
0: little dark for the tone we've set up. Yeah. Um... <laughs> and also,
1: I don't want to die. <laughs> also, yeah. That, um. We're, we're we're only halfway through the game. You hey. can't. Die yet. <laughs>
2: Or an alternative is uh, that, like, when you when you enter and you don't have the authorization to, the reality of the room just sort of starts to crumble in the sense of, like, the piles
0: of stuff start to turn to dust and disappear. Ooh. I kind of like that. Do you like that? I mean, I also like the idea of playing a scene where Sebastian is talking to someone while invisible. Oh my god. So maybe it's both. <laughs> I kind of like that, too. <laughs> Cause it explains one, it's a security measure, but also two, that's why it seems like people don't come out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, I, like that. I feel like it's both. So I think uh Sebastian jumps onto Neil's back. <laughs> yep. And Neil is just kind of, What are you doing? And um As I'm sorry. soon as uh Sebastian uh like crosses the threshold, the door swings shut with the keys on the outside. Mm. And uh the the piles of stuff start to just disintegrate and get sort of like an accelerated like passing of times kind of thing. And, they, and, and the tops sort of start to dust off with the that gust of wind that came from the door slamming shut. Um, and I think at this point, Neil like dumps Sebastian onto the floor and rushes to the door and he can't open it. I think on this side of the door, there is a doorknob. Uh, so he starts banging on it on the outside to get some help. <laughs> but there's no one there. So he just kind yeah, of like rounds on Sebastian, who's already started to disappear. Invisible. <laughs> and he's just like, why did you do that? I had to get into the room. What is so important about this
0: room, Sebastian? Sebastian. Oh Neil, my my good man, I'm afraid I can't tell you that. <laughs> and he's like almost entirely invisible by this point and he sort of starts to stand up. Um and then like just with the last glimpses of visibility, I think Neil can see him like ducking behind one of these piles of like disintegrating objects. <laughs> and I think uh instead of going after him, Neil kind of
2: just like slumps against the door. Uh his wand is still in his hand and uh he just sighs incredulously and and kind of whispers to himself, I feel like that was entirely predictable. <laughs> and I think that's where the scene ends.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, so I'm resolving. That feels like a success to me because Sebastian did get into the room, which was what he set out to do. Yeah, no, that definitely feels like a success. It is not a great situation, but it is technically a success.
3: <laughs> Jeez.
1: Okay. Well that limits the number of characters I can interact with.
3: Oh god. Did by the way, did either of you tell either like, did you tell Isabella Neil and did Sebastian tell Tabitha, or did they just kinda disappear?
0: (laughs) I was gonna say I certainly told Tabitha, and then I thought about who Sebastian is as a person, and now I'm not so sure. But I think I think he probably did tell Tabitha.
1: If we say that they Told both of us separately then after a while both of us might just show up to this room at the same time
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah Um. I mean I think for Neil's part he probably didn't tell Isabella just to keep Sebastian a little bit more in the clear <laughs> which I think is what makes that smart a little bit more <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. curse the sudden but inevitable betrayal <laughs>
1: Are the, um, we could say that the keys aren't really yours, and Isabella notices that they've been taken.
3: I like that. Oh, yeah, like you took her key? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so I think we're saying that she discovers the missing keys and goes, okay, and happens to meet up at the same time as our friend.
1: Yes. So I think it's uh, later in the evening, probably. I've been waiting to hear from Sebastian back at the, the shop, and he hasn't shown up. So I figure that he's bumbled something again. And so I make my way to the ministry and I'm approaching admin room F326.
3: Which I am also doing at the same time because my keys are missing and it's, I'm annoyed, actually. And I think that we run into each other in the hallway and she kind of stops short, like, frowning.
1: Oh, uh, hello. It's funny meeting you here.
3: I could say the same. What are you doing here at this hour?
1: Uh, she kind of glances towards the room and looks back at Isabella. Oh, um, I'm looking for my brother. Have you seen him? I have not. Uh, uh, you probably probably don't even know who he is. I uh, don't. His name's Sebastian Black. Blackwood. Um, he has uh, brown hair and has. Uh, it's, it's supremely well styled. It's the, I know it's who the Sebastian best, uh, is. Modern men styling. And uh, oh, okay.
3: I can make a good guess at where he might be. Stay here.
1: Uh, uh. Are Are you sure? Are, uh, wh- where is he?
3: I'll be back. If I find him, I will let you know. And she turns and goes without checking to see if you actually do stay there. <laughs> She's just being
1: okay. Annoyed. I give her a little bit of. I give her a little bit of a lead, and then I follow. So I
3: think she goes towards that. Admin room because she thinks she knows who she'll find there. So she finds the key and she just like in like a very annoyed jerk she opens the door.
2: I think uh, that's when <laughs> that's when um, Neil comes sort of tumbling out and sprawls out at her feet, and he looks up. Uh, Hello, Isabella. Oh, uh,
1: what what's this room? <laughs> it, it seems to be Isabella closes her eyes.
3: You were supposed to stay behind,
1: Neil. Is is Sebastian? You
3: were not supposed to steal my keys. Sebastian is Sebastian in there?
1: Uh, Did you think Sebastian was? I don't. I don't see him. You're not going to. Sebastian is like trying
0: to like creep past them all to get out without being (laughs) seen. I mean, without being like heard or like bumping into anyone. He knows he can't be seen. Are
2: you okay with Neil like taking a step back and running into him?
0: Of course I am. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so don't just hear the yelp that is Sebastian. Yes. Ah! So, <laughs> I love that. I think
2: Neil is like getting to his feet when he realizes that Tabitha is also there and kind of like springs up and like puts some distance between him and his partner. And that's when he runs into Sebastian. Yes. And uh, I think he, like, whirls around and sort of just grabs at what seems like thin air until he feels like he has Sebastian's so- shoulder.
1: I've got you. Uh, well, <laughs> You're not going what's anywhere. What's going on? Why Why are you clutching at the air like that? What What is he doing?
2: This man decided he was going to use me to figure out what's going on in this room. <laughs> he, like, gestures again at
0: nothing. I <laughs> think he, like, gestures and, like, accidentally, like... Like smacks <laughs> Sebastian in the face. Sebastian <laughs> goes, ah, <laughs> "Ow,
3: ow, okay, enough, enough, enough,
1: please." Sebastian, what were you doing? What What are you doing here?
0: I think he starts to say, "Like I was just like we, I was just." Trying to figure out- I was finding an object in this room. It's a very important object that a very important and dangerous man asked me to take care of for him. And I misplaced it in this room. <laughs> it trails off. Is,
3: is it he- like super obviously a lie?
0: Yeah, a hundred- yeah. It was super obviously a lie when he said it to Neil. It is even more super obviously a Isabel
3: lie. Isabella like crosses her arms. The truth, please.
1: I, I told you, you should not have set up a shop in Nocturne Alley. It's the worst full of scum. It's, it's no surprise you got involved in something like this.
0: Yes, but the rent was so much cheaper, Tabitha.
1: Tabitha's just standing over there dressed in like fancy jewelry and pearls. <laughs> <laughs> does not seem that wealth is a serious issue for her anyway.
0: <laughs> just for her misfit younger brother. <laughs> Um, he, like, turns to Isabella, except that he can't really turn to Isabella because Neil still has him by, like, the shoulder and the lapel. And also he can't really turn to Isabella because he's invisible and no one can tell that he's turning to Isabella, but he still does it. And he says, the truth is, I was just so curious. I just wanted to see what was in the room, that's all.
1: But there's, there's, there's nothing in there. It's just empty.
0: I know, it was a complete disappointment. Really? Really? Really put myself out on a limb here for absolutely nothing, didn't I?
3: All right, everybody back to the office. All of you.
1: Uh, All right.
3: Uh,
0: My sister has nothing to do with this.
3: Your sister was sneaking around the ministry at this hour.
0: I'm sure she was just looking for me. I told her that I was going to be doing something reckless.
3: You know... She warned me against uh, it. Enough people have lied to my face tonight that I just would, like, prefer to settle this altogether before I let anybody go.
1: I'm perfectly fine with going. We definitely need to resolve this so I can get my... My brother back home.
2: <laughs> I think, uh, Neil grumbles something about if we don't charge him first, and then
0: <laughs> starts to escort Sebastian to the office. I think Sebastian keeps, like, try not, like, trying to trip Neil up, but, like, trying to find a way to, like, duck out of his- his grasp, because he knows that if he can get away physically, he can just disappear, <laughs> but it's not working. Yeah. Do you think Neil is, like, physically bigger than him? Oh yeah, he's like five five. Sebastian is, and he's skinny as hell. He is not a big man by <laughs> any stretch of
1: the imagination.
0: Oh no! Is that is that that scene?
1: Yeah. Oh god. Gonna, are we going to scene this and then maybe start this up after the tilt?
3: Yeah, I was gonna say it is tilt time, and I think this is the perfect time to throw a wrench in things.
0: Yeah, that also was definitely not great. No, nope. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Certainly not. Okay.
1: I agree with that.
0: Funny enough, going into the tilt, Neil and Sebastian are in the best
3: positions. (laughs) (laughs) If you do real good or real bad, you're doing well. If you just do mediocre, you're not going to do well.
0: Somehow, despite doing real bad, Sebastian has done real good.
3: Okay, the way that we do the tilt is we roll all of our white dice and all of our black dice, the ones that we personally have from the scenes, and we subtract the lower from the higher. And that difference... It's number, and then the color that you had the higher number on. But I have three white. This is my total. Um, I'm at a ten dark.
0: Four white.
3: Alright, let's go ahead and go through the tilt. So, all the remaining dice in the center get rolled, and you guys get to use them to buy tilt elements. And each of you buys an element, and then you choose a detail for the other person's element. Okay, so I think Pud and Christine are picking off of these tables. Okay. And you have the dice off top to use as currency.
2: Alright, I think I'm going to choose two, a
0: tragedy. I'm going to choose six, failure.
3: Oh boy. Fun. I'm going to
2: choose three under failure, a tiny mistake leads to ruin.
0: I'm going to choose also three under tragedy, pain followed by confusion,
3: Oh no. oh no! Okay, so how do they... Because these are gonna manifest pretty much immediately when we jump back in. So what do we think these are?
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In the interest of making it gayer, yes, <laughs> please. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they're at an age where the age disparity makes little things a little less weird, but not completely. So I think uh, Neil might have been carrying a very silent torch for Sebastian. <laughs> Of course. Which is why uh, this whole ruse is particularly painful, but also very easy to pull off.
0: Yeah,
3: yep, yep. <laughs> so is the pain followed by confusion? Neil realizing he's been used.
2: I think also realizing he was carrying that torch. Oh, he didn't know.
0: He didn't know. <laughs> oh, honey. He just really liked this terrible, scrawny man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he's got really nice hair on
0: that. there's something about him
3: <laughs> so what's the tiny mistake that leads to ruin
0: i think sebastian grabbed something before it disintegrated in the room Oh! and i think that whatever that something was should not have left that room
3: Oh no. I almost think it has to be related to the brother's research, right? Oh, yeah. haven't really oh, brought yeah. that in.
0: It absolutely 100% does. I love that this admin room is
2: basically a shredder. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. this is where we dump all of our no longer needed confidential items. Hide it in plain sight, so if anyone's tempted, everything is destroyed.
3: All right. So, what if the ruin is that it's like... The last thing that the, like, the brother didn't get everything when he cleared out the vault. But this is like, oh, he suddenly knows where the rest of it is and he shows up to get, to claim it. Oh. We know he's still alive and out there.
0: I have a suggestion. Okay. Because I know that, uh, Sebastian was lying about having a friend that was tracking an item that was in the room. But what if Sebastian has a friend who can track things like that and it's also Isabella's brother... And the item that her brother was tracking uh, was a part of his research and is also the item that Sebastian just took from the room.
3: Uh-huh. So
2: Sebastian was lying, but no one else knows that.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Or Sebastian thought he was lying. Sebastian but thought he was, he was, he was lying, not. but he was yeah, drawing yeah, a little yeah. too
0: much truth of like too much reality into his lie. You know, they say that the best lies have a hint of truth to them. He was going away. That He's a bad liar though. He's a bad liar. And the piece of truth that he brought was unfortunate.
3: So I think that we are going to open back in that office where Isabella is is just turning to everyone to try and sort things out, and the door explodes open. So yes, the door to the office flies open and hits the, the wall with a very loud bang, and oh! Oh, Sebastian's holding it so he can't see it. So I think he's gonna say, where is it?
1: Tabitha has her wand drawn and she's She's pointing it at him and looking around, going, "Who are you what what is it
2: I think Neil also slowly gets to his
0: feet and like reaches for his wand um did anyone restrain Sebastian, or now that Neil has let him go, is he free to slink away? I think in fear, I think Neil at least like. Try to bind his
2: ankles okay. together using a spell.
3: Okay. What do we think the item- I think it's like a vial or something, right? That would make sense. A vial of the mm-hmm. last- the last thing that he needs to complete. We haven't been specific about what this thing is, and you know what? Who cares? <laughs> it's a MacGuffin. <laughs> yeah, it's- it's- blah, 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 tech- babble. Um, I need the vial. I know it's here. It has a tracker on it. It's been hidden all this time, I don't know how, but it's out now. You have it, don't you? Sebastian
0: is like very, very intentionally like not saying anything or moving, and like hiding it like very close to his chest in hopes that no one will remember he's there. I feel like Isabella is in a state
2: of shock right now. Yes, she is.
3: That's why she hasn't spoken up.
2: <laughs> and uh, I think Neil seeing this decides to take charge of the situation and just like, why don't you sit down? And tell us what it is you're looking for.
3: I'm not going to sit down. One of you has the vial. I think he holds out his fingers. It's about this big, dark liquid inside.
0: Sebastian like, goes to look at the thing that he's holding and then realizes that like it's invisible because he's holding it and he can't see it. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know <laughs> if that's what color liquid is in here. I don't remember.
1: What is your brother's name?
3: Uh, that's a good question. Trying to think of anything that's not Montgomery, which is why brain has immediately given me for some reason.
1: The first thing I came up with was Mercutio for some oh, reason. Oh, Mercutio's real that's good! Yes,
3: that's a good, good. <laughs> yes, it's Mercutio Fletcher. <laughs>
1: so I look at him and I'm like, Are you. Are you Mercutio?
3: Yes, that's me. I think he, he uh, raises his wand as if to do something.
2: No, I think uh, Neil reacts immediately. Like, as soon as Mercutio. Uh, starts to wave it, it, he disarms him.
1: Actually, while Neil is trying to do that, I kick Neil in the leg. <sighs> Stop that. And I, at the same time, I'm trying to grab Sebastian and pull him over Except that you can't like, see me. Sebastian, come here. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm trying to find him. Get Get over here, Sebastian.
0: <laughs> okay. And Sebastian goes to stand up to move towards you, except the leg locker curse <laughs> means that he just... Falls over and face plants <laughs> onto the floor, and the vial rolls out of his hand.
1: Well, I think he falls, and he falls actually, since I'm pulling him on top of me, and we both tumble over. Even better. And then the vial even is better. And
0: the vial now that I'm not holding it is no
1: longer invisible. Uh, there's probably uh, so- a
2: beat. Like, Neil's holding, I I imagine it's his shin that Tabitha kicked, and there's, like, a beat, and I think he and uh, Mercutio, like, lunge for that vial at the same time.
1: Tabitha also tries to lunge for the vial at the same
2: time. Yeah, I think...
1: She screams out no whenever... You start to go for it and tries to grab for it as well. Do you
2: want to, like, roll to see who does grab it? Oh my god. <laughs> like, each of us a d6, whoever has the highest number. <laughs> yeah,
3: let's go <move> for that. <laughs> okay. I got a five.
1: That beats me. Mercutio also uh, got four. a five.
3: Isabella got a six. Ooh. Oh! <laughs> so I think Isabella grabs up the vial and holds it to her chest with her left hand. Her right hand has her wand in front of her. I think it's time you left.
1: Tabitha gets back to her feet and points her wand at Isabella. I think it's time you gave us that vial.
3: I think, like, in about two seconds, she stuns her brother and then rounds on Tabitha with a, like, in a, in a dueling stance. Neil is backing the
1: fuck up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Are we squaring up for a duel? <laughs> is that what's happening?
1: Uh, I think, I think it is.
3: Okay, so how do we think this goes?
1: I do not. Know. I think it's
3: kind of more interesting if if your character gets away with it.
1: Okay, uh, so
3: I have a proposal. Uh, Isabel is going for straight dueling, but Tabitha cheats and just Akio's summons the vial and runs.
1: Great, that sounds great to me. Yeah.
3: Okay, so I think spells flash. So
1: you square for dueling, and I square for dueling. But then I just summon the vial to my hand. Yeah, like you, you summon the vial, out. duck
3: under Isabella's curse, and just run. Sebastian, go with. I'm still leg locked.
1: <laughs> you, but you can invisibly crawl towards the door very slowly.
0: Yep. <laughs> I think I probably start to do that, but I don't think I make it.
1: You probably make quite a bit of noise. Yeah, yeah. I'm gets yep. you.
0: I'm not <laughs> subtle. Neil peels off after Tabitha
2: and probably trips over Sebastian. <laughs>
3: Everybody is on the floor except Isabella and Tabitha, who is gone.
1: <laughs> yep. Just, like, pushes one of her clacky heels right into Sebastian's head.
3: Oh!
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Sebastian's not had a good day.
0: No. No, he hasn't.
3: It started out so well.
1: <laughs> uh, alright, so that was, like, Isabella's turn, right? Yes, it was. Yeah.
3: And holy shit. I think that was a black die, frankly. Yeah. Alright. It's me again. Hello,
2: everyone. Um, okay, so wait, did Isabella go after Tabitha?
3: Uh, I think she stayed.
2: Okay. I think Neil gets up, finally. Uh, I'll, uh, I guess I'm setting up and then y'all are resolving. Okay. So I think Neil is, uh, is getting up and dusting himself off and, like, basically blindly searching for Sebastian, grabs him and then drags him back into the room. No. <laughs> and then turns to Isabella... Pointing at her brother. I think it might be best if we took him to a questioning room. When he comes to, he won't really have anywhere to go. I agree. Would you mind keeping an eye on our thief?
3: Oh, on, on, yes. Yes. An eye on the invisible thief.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah. How long does this invisibility last? I feel like there might be a spell specifically to reveal the person. I kind of like the idea of that, because if you use that specific spell when you think you suspect you know where they are, it makes it very obvious that they're the person who did it, you know? Mm, yeah. So, um,
3: do we think Isabella knows this spell? I I think so, I mean... Would you like to be visible again?
0: I'm fine with either. I mean, I'm fine, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I was having some fun with my invisible shenanigans. <laughs>
3: Well, I think now that she has to watch over you, she's going to end the spell. That's fair.
2: Neil is going to take Mercutio to uh the appropriate holding cell, I think. And he'll return after a little bit and kind of sit down at his desk with a sigh. This whole office mind is a mess at this point. <laughs> And uh kinda looks at Isabella, looks at Sebastian, looks back at Isabella. This is a fine mess, isn't it?
3: It is. Uh, so, what did they find, if it wasn't
2: him, in the vault? I think, um, Neil looks down sheepishly. I think they found someone disguised, I, I guess, for lack of a better term, to look like your brother. But it wasn't him.
3: It gets worse and worse every time I learn more about this business. I thought maybe if we buried it it would go away, but he keeps coming back like a bad penny. I I am sorry, Isabella.
2: I know this is difficult for you.
3: I, d- I think I'm too close to be the one who questions him. I'm too angry. <laughs> Glances at Sebastian.
2: I understand. I think Neil will get up and uh I think the the questioning him is something that I feel like can just happen off screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we might wish to summarize like what it is that Neil learns.
3: I'm not sure anything. he'll be terribly forthcoming. I think he just I think he'll clam up probably, right? Like, they'd have to take pretty strenuous measures to get stuff out of him.
2: Yeah. I think um, maybe the next day, uh, obviously this has been escalated to the appropriate uh, <laughs> higher-ups. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe investigating uh, Isabella's brother further has fallen to a different team. Uh, not her. Mm-hmm. And Neil. Um, We need to decide what happens to Sebastian, though. Are we throwing him into, like... The <laughs> holding so are we gonna
3: <laughs> well, you Hi guys. Uh, Neil is very much at fault, I think, for the whole mess because Neil let Sebastian in, so it really depends uh-huh. on whether we're putting Neil in hot water also, which I feel like both Neil and Isabella are against
2: uh Neil is not against it, he thinks he deserves this.
3: I think Isabella's taking a we're going to fix this mentality. So I think she uh, will try to convince Neil out of putting herself in hot water.
2: I think we can have that conversation then. Uh, just real quick. Maybe before okay. Neil yeah. goes to question Isabella's brother properly. Cool. Um, so I think he, he looked at Sebastian and it looks back at her. What are we going to do about our thief?
3: You're the one that let him in, aren't you? I am. Then it's your I'm of the mindset
2: that We should, I should, come clean about what's happened.
3: I don't think that's necessary. At least, as long as we can keep this this contained, the better it is, I think.
2: They're going to want to know why your brother's here. Why now? We can answer that for them if-
3: He's been involved in enough mysteries, I don't think they're going to find it any stranger than him appearing to die and then not being dead.
2: What if that vial is our only lead on what he's up to?
3: I'll say I took the vial out. Found out that there was evidence about him in there. I think he nods. There's nothing wrong with taking a look at the evidence. There is something wrong with letting a thief in. But I don't think that we need to... I don't think we need to tell them that.
2: I think he undoes the leg binding for Sebastian. It seems you're free to go.
0: Oh! Alright. Um, I think he, like, pauses for a second he looks like he's gonna... He says, look, Neil, I just... And he, like, thinks better. Like, he looks at Neil's face and, like, realizes that maybe this is not the time.
2: Yeah, no, it's super not the time. <laughs> at all.
0: <laughs> very much not the time.
2: <laughs> it's, like, the most not the time anything could ever be. Sebastian?
0: Yes? Remember, you owe me. I I always do, quite frankly. And, uh, he will bow his way out as <laughs> gracefully as possible, which is not very.
2: <laughs> uh... <laughs> I think it's this. I think that's that scene. Then, how do we think that went for Neil?
3: I think that went very poorly.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's from bad to worse. This poor guy. All right. Um. So I think Sebastian wants to try to find Tabitha. um Hazel, do you think that they have a place that they like that he knows she'll be, or he thinks she might be?
1: Uh, I think he has a few places where he thinks that she might go to hide. It probably takes him a few uh, spots before he finds the right one. Yeah. But he can definitely find her.
0: Okay. And where does he end up finding her?
1: I think an old tree house that they used to hang out in as kids. Oh. Okay. Um, so I think that's where she's at. Like, I don't think it's I don't think it belongs to them anymore or anything, but she's, um, she's hiding out there for now.
0: All right. So I think, um, we see Sebastian, like climbing up into this tree house, um, and he like hoists himself up through the like hole in the floor. So he's, till he's like sitting on the edge, like with great effort, like, Ooh! um, pushes himself up and then he, he sits down and he looks around, um, and sort of takes it in for a second. He goes, it's so much smaller than I remember.
1: As you're pulling yourself up, she kind of jumps and spins around with her her wand for a minute, and then seeing that- Oh, if, oh if no, no, he, no.
0: Just me. Just she... me. Just me. He's, like, holding his hands up so that she doesn't attack him.
1: <laughs> they let you go?
0: I'm just as surprised as you are, frankly. Uh, but they did. Uh, seems like I can't be held at fault, unless Neil also is. So, I think we're just sweeping all that under the rug.
1: Well, that's that's something. Uh, I assume Mercutio wasn't as lucky.
0: No, um, no, he was not. Do you, um, Tabitha, darling, do you want to tell me what the fuck all of that was about?
1: <laughs> oh, um, I'm not really sure as anything you should be concerned about.
0: Us. Uh, I don't think I agree with that assessment of the situation
1: oh well, um well, you know, uh Mercutio is there um uh, this is the result of some of the research he's been doing i've I've never met him myself uh, I know of him, of course, and let's just say that uh we share some of the same interests
0: that is. A remarkably vague explanation, Tabitha. But, quite frankly, I'm not sure I can deal with anything more specific than that today. (sighs) Well, what are you going to do?
1: Tabitha goes over and she kind of walks around the treehouse, looking down at the ground below, uh, trying to see if anybody has... Uh, followed her brother and uh, whether they have or not I don't think she notices anybody she turns to her brother and she says I don't think I can tell you that I don't think you would really want to know you'd be even more involved than you are now
0: I in the past 24 hours I have betrayed my best friend I have been turned invisible. I have been tied up by the Aurors. I have almost broken my nose. I have ripped my best coat. I don't know how much more involved. I, I think I'm involved, Tabitha. I think I'm just involved. I don't think I can just gracefully bow out of this now.
1: But you already have. They've let you go and i think that if i tell you any more either uh you'll join with me and if you get caught again they will not let you go or you will be forced to tell them what i am doing and i do not wish them to know listen brother this this is not something that you want to be involved in and i'm sorry that i have dragged you into it i did not think that you would get caught i thought any blame would fall on me and i should have found somebody else and i thank you very much for your help but i think it would be best if you walked away and had nothing else to do with me
0: you know tabitha i always i always knew that no matter what you said you looked down on me a little bit but i didn't Really think that the only two things I could be to you were a tool or a liability. Good luck. And then he uh, gets up and he climbs back down the treehouse and apparates back to his shop. Mm. I think we're all probably in agreement with how that scene went for Sebastian. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah, I don't think that went well at all.
1: No. Oh man, it's my turn now? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, um... I think I'm going to go with the resolve, guys. So, uh,
3: Ooh. <laughs> okay, let us figure out what you get up to now.
2: I don't know if Isabella might be interested in understanding Tabitha's involvement with her brother.
3: Yeah, like why she, why she wants the research. Yeah. So maybe Isabella is going- Well, oh shit. I know what happens. Isabella's going to track down Tabitha because Tabitha took the vial.
1: Maybe you followed Sebastian around. And I didn't spot you when I was looking down from the treehouse. So after he leaves, you come back. Sebastian being an
0: unintentional informant this time. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: That was the plan all along. Taps nose. <laughs> Lies. So yeah, I think Isabella is going to basically climb up to the treehouse as stealthily as possible. Like, I think that we see a shot of her edging along a branch in the background while Hazel is in the foreground.
1: I don't think Tabitha notices. She's continuing to work on whatever preparations. I don't think she's she notices doing
3: until a curse flies over her head. That was a warning shot.
1: Uh I pull out my wand and I look. You you followed him, didn't you?
3: Of course I did.
1: I didn't see you.
3: Of course he didn't. Well what do you want? I want that vial back and I want to know why you were so hell bent on getting my brother's research.
1: That's that's two things. What are you going to give me?
3: What makes you think I should give you anything? I'm giving you a chance.
1: Well, why do you think I want it? What do you think your brother's involved in?
3: How should I know I avoided finding out what it was? Do you think I wanted to know any of this?
1: Your brother and I are part of a little group, and we just want to make things better. This file is going to help. So uh I think that's all you really need to know.
3: What do you mean by better? Uh
1: better. More Magical, less muggle, generally speaking. So, I'm just going to take this and go. I can't
3: let you do that.
1: Why ever not, dear?
3: I think uh, she aims a disarming curse at you.
1: Don't you want things to be better?
3: Meaning to to knock the vial out of your hand. You can choose to block it.
1: I'm just trying to decide whether that's the good move for the story or not.
3: I will tell you that Isabella's mindset right now is find all of her brother's shit and destroy it like she should have originally.
1: So I think what happens is that you do disarm her of the vial, but as you do so, she quickly summons it back to her hand and shakes her head and says, you'll have to do better than that, dear. And then she attempts to apparate away.
3: I think you can decide whether Isabella's curse catches her before, like, goes through where where she was before or after she operates. I do quite like the imagery of there's empty air by the time the curse gets there and it flies through and sparks harmlessly off the tree. I think that's what happens.
1: Yeah, okay. I like that too. So Tabitha gets away. So I think that went pretty well. This game's not dark at all. Okay. <laughs>
0: And now that my bumbling comic relief character is very sad. Aww. We don't even have that anymore.
3: So I think this scene is going to be Isabella asking Neil for help. Okay. So probably it's the office again, right?
0: Uh, or it could
2: be, if you want to change the scenery, like his apartment. I think oh, she would know. I like that if they go to his flat. Yeah. Um, fair warning, it's a mess. It's fine. Lives <laughs> 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 that bachelor lifestyle.
3: I feel like they're both, like, early 40s and single. <laughs> and that's yeah. part of why it's so easy to remain friends. <laughs> I'm just living that life. So I think she actually, like, flews into his, like, flat. Yeah. Neil?
2: I think he... Uh, what time of day is this?
3: Uh, I think it's late evening after the conversation with Tabitha.
2: I think he already has, like, a glass of, uh of fire whiskey in his hand mm. when she, like, floofs in. It's been a long day. Bowtie off. <laughs> oh, no, he's wearing one of those ostentatious, like, silk robe type <laughs> smoking robes. <laughs> <laughs> he has a pipe, too. Beautiful. And uh lovely pajamas. He, uh...
3: <sighs>
2: he kind of, like, blinks at her. Would you like a drink?
3: Please. And I think she doesn't even wait for him to get up. She goes and gets it for herself. <laughs> oh god, yeah. <laughs> and then just like sits down with like a flump in whatever Aww. nearby the city. Probably on the same couch. I went after Tabitha. It was stupid. Went out too fast. Alone. Followed Sebastian. And of course she got away. With the formula.
2: Hmm. That's not good.
3: I can't- Did you learn
2: anything at least?
3: It's some kind of Grindelwald Crap, but we knew that It had to be that With my dear brother the way he is
2: He like takes a puff while he nods I suppose that makes sense
3: I can't do this alone I need help And I don't I don't know how how much we can tell the ministry I don't think they would let me be on this But I need this I need this to end I should have destroyed it all I had the chance. Why did I leave it in that vault? Why didn't I just take it all out and burn it?
2: In fairness, there were a lot of people there at the time.
3: I could have gone any time, any time in those years that I had it on my own.
2: I can help you make it right, but you've got to stop beating yourself up like this. Really isn't doing anybody any good, is it?
3: It's just such a mess. You're right. You're right, you're right. I need to put that behind me. We need to make a plan. We do know that if we can find Tabitha, well, I think she's going after. I think she might even be working with... I think she might be able to lead us to the rest.
2: Mm. I think Sebastian owes you a favor. We might be able to lean on him to tell us where to find her. You're right. Tomorrow is Saturday. I think we can freelance solve this ourselves.
3: Yes. I suppose that's... The best solution. Let's do this your style. Maybe that will work. <laughs>
2: <laughs> These are die straits indeed. If I have to hear you say that,
3: That's not so bad. Your style it just needs a compliment. I think she reaches over and ruffles his hair.
2: You want to call that scene there?
3: So, how do we think that went for her? I think that was good, right? She got a good friend on her side, and she's not gonna come out yeah, of this well, I though. He was
2: positive, yeah, yeah.
3: All right, Neil.
2: Oh boy. So, I think it's the next morning. They're both dressed they've got their uh cloaks on and everything. And I think uh I think they're walking up to Sebastian's shop and I, I think uh the bell rings and I don't think Sebastian is uh facing it. And I think the first person in is Neil and I think Isabella maybe takes up a position at the door mm-hmm. <laughs> Intimidation tactics <laughs>
0: Sebastian definitely, like, has his back to the door and is, like, working on something. Um, Like, hunched over a cauldron, like, making up some kind of potion or something like that. And uh, I don't think I ever actually named his shop, so uh, I'm gonna be super boring. But he puts on his, like, customer service voice and he's like, Welcome to Blackwood (laughs) Apothecary, how can I help you? And then he goes to, like, turn around and then he, like... Drops what like the vial that he's holding, and it like shatters on the floor. We won't take up too much. I hope that wasn't volatile. <laughs> <laughs> he he drops it, and he goes kneel, and then he goes, "Ow, shit!" <laughs> and he like <laughs> takes a step back out of the like puddle that this thing has left, and it's like burned into like burned a hole through the like sole like, of oh, his shoe. Sebastian, you mess. And he just starts like frantically like putting like trying to find something that won't burn to like put over this like acidic whatever it is. <laughs> and like is just like frantically he starts throwing things onto now it. Evanesco, my friend. <laughs> no, that's not his first thought, certainly. I, I think that's He gets there
3: eventually. I think that's uh Neil's
0: first thought. And he kinda just cleans it up for him. <laughs> uh Sebastian just goes, Oh, uh, thank you. I should have thought of that. (laughs) Um, I
2: think Neil is very uh, poker face at this moment. We won't take up too much of your time, but we're calling in that favor that you owe Isabella. And he kind of like gestures over his shoulder at her. Do you know where we can find your sister?
0: I think at this point, now that Sebastian is like no longer like hunched over a cauldron and also no longer like scrambling to fix something, I think it becomes obvious that his, like, normally, like, overly styled hair is, like, barely brushed and, like, just, like, limp and not at all styled, like, bedhead. Oh, oh no, it's um, a better look! <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a much better look, um, but it's it's kind of Aww. sad, a little bit. Um, and he says, I... Honestly, I wish I could tell you, but I have no idea. Um, And I think at this point, anywhere I might think she is, she's probably avoiding.
2: You would have a better idea of where she might be than us, at the very least. A list would be helpful, that we can get started on tracking her down.
0: Yeah, yeah. um, Of course, I can can write up a list, but again, I think she'll probably be staying away from... I think she'll know that you're asking me, and I think she knows that, that I'll tell you, but yes, of of course. And he, like, goes over and gets a piece of parchment and a quill and starts just, like, writing locations down.
2: I think Neil will wait for it patiently um, and then take the paper and fold it up um, and tuck it into a breast pocket whenever he hands it to him. And, uh... Gosh, I think he like hesitates leaving for a second and then like squares
0: up his shoulders and nods at Isabella and then they leave. I think just before he like makes it to the door, Sebastian says, Neil, and then like waits to see if he'll turn around or at least stop. I think the shop door is open at
2: this point. Neil's like still has his back to Sebastian, but he, I think he's waiting to hear what he has to say.
0: Um, and Sebastian says... I honestly don't know what she's doing, but, uh, be careful, alright?
2: clutching my face, give me a second. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Mood. Um, I think he kind of, he wasn't, he was looking more out into the street, and he looks over his shoulder, uh, but I think he has a hard time thinking of something to say, so he just walks over the threshold and lets the door close behind him. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> Same. Does that go well or poorly? Ah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
3: Ah, Neil like poorly. I mean, Neil got what he needed. That's true. I was, Yeah,
0: I was going to say well.
3: He's just sad. But that doesn't mean it, well, he didn't yes, get what he needed. He
1: got what he needed. <laughs> I was going to say yeah. well.
3: You can't always get what you want, but sometimes you get what you need.
1: It, it went both, so you have to choose one. Yeah. And...
3: I think
2: I'm going to go with yeah. that one. Okay. Yeah. Go with a white eye. White die.
0: Yeah. Which means that my scene can still yeah. go either way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna resolve my scene. Okay. Because I have no idea what my scene c- can be yeah. right <laughs> now. I had an idea for it and then I don't think it'll work, so I'm gonna choose to what resolve. What was the
2: idea, just out of curiosity?
0: Oh, he was gonna he was gonna try to apologize to Neil. But I think because Neil is is Actively in the middle of this case. It's not the time. Uh,
2: Maybe we can go... If you're okay with this, Hazel, maybe we switch order real quick and you go first and the Sebastian scene comes after? Question mark? Uh,
1: sure. We can do that.
2: Um, all right. Well, uh, do we think then, uh, this... Do you want to resolve or do you want to set it up?
1: So, I think I want to set it up. Okay. So, what I think happens is this is a scene with Tabitha and uh, probably Isabella and Neil. Yeah. So uh, you guys are following this list of places. And in classic movie, book, whatever style, uh, the last place on the list, which was just kind of like an afterthought for Sebastian that he thought was very unlikely, that is actually the place where you find her.
2: Ooh, okay.
1: So what this place is is it's kind of a rundown coffee shop and she's in there with a few other people and uh you know there are windows so you can kind of see in and she is uh having an animated conversation Ooh.
2: i think neil taps Isabel on the shoulder because he spots tabitha first I think she starts moving. I think he maybe, like, circles around and moves behind Tabitha as a way of, like, a pincer move, basically. Excellent. Do you think Tabitha notices?
1: Are you guys still outside the shop, or have you gone in?
2: I think um, if there's a back to the shop, then Neil will probably be positioned, like, outside that back door. I don't think he goes through it.
1: Okay. I think she's too busy talking, and she does not expect anybody to look for her here. So she does not notice you guys, though the moment anyone comes from the front door, that'll probably uh, alert the people in the room. I think it's just probably her and one other person. Mm
2: -hmm. So does Isabella go through that front door, you think,
3: Minna? Yeah, I think so.
1: So the door opens, and there's a little jangling from the bell on the door. And they both whip around, and they see Isabella there. And Tabitha's just kind of standing like, You, you, how did you, how did you find me here?
3: We asked. Did you think that nobody would know where you might be? Sebastian,
1: I can't believe he remembered this place. John, this is one of those annoying horrors I was telling you about.
3: Tabitha, lovely place you've got here. I suppose uh, my brother likes it as well, does he?
1: Honestly, I couldn't tell you. I don't really know too much about him, other than his research.
3: And how are you getting on with my brother's research?
1: Oh, I don't really think you need to be knowing that. Shall we kill her, John?
3: (laughs) What a question. (laughs) You can try.
1: Okay, so I think now the, uh, the Pokemon battle music starts up. (laughs)
2: uh... (laughs) Um, but I think the Pokemon battle music is cut short when, uh, Neil bursts through the back door and I think disarms someone. (laughs) Tabitha or John? Yeah, who do we think it would be? What would be more interesting? Tabitha's
3: who we came after. Yeah. But it's more interesting if she's still armed. Agree. So I think
2: John's maybe closer to the back. Yeah. He disarms and, like, waylays John, basically.
1: I think that evens the odds a little bit. So as the spell flies past me and disarms John... I think I turn around just immediately and throw a hex back that direction. (sighs) Uh, Foolishly probably turning my back to Isabella.
3: I think it hits Neil square in the shoulder. No! And she comes after Tabitha. I feel like there's like an exchange of spells at that point. Like, I feel like that's what makes sense there. Oh gosh, from
2: the outside, there's just like bursts of light in the windows.
3: Yeah, and you, like, get shots, like, close up of them, like, ducking under spells and shooting spells off, like... Yeah. Clearly, if your battle is being fought.
1: So I think the conclusion to that is, while, while Neil's getting back up and getting into uh, recovering from the hex, John uh, manages to recover his wand and the vial, which is probably, probably was on a table or something, and he escapes with that, but, um you do manage to disarm Tabitha and apprehend her.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think she, like, binds Tabitha and then goes goes to look at, at Neil. Neil?
2: I'm fine. I'll, I'll be fine.
3: Oh, thank Merlin. <sighs> get up. Okay, we need to get her in. I want to search this place.
2: I'll take her. Thank you. So I think, yeah, Neil, like, puts a hand on Tabitha and they both just kind of foop uh, ostensibly to the front of the Ministry of Magic, where he then <laughs> apprehends, like you know, transporting the prisoners for transport. <laughs> uh, do do we
3: think that um, Isabella
2: finds anything?
3: I don't know. Do we think that? Uh, Sorry was was Tabitha directly working with Mercutio? Like, would she have like was she with a group that would have had that he would have had his stuff somewhere?
1: I think that. Basically, what my idea was, was that Mercutio uh, disappeared for a while uh, from both sides and was kind of a rogue agent. And we were trying to track down his research because it was important to us.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, I think to tie things up with like pretty bows and stuff, like I do like the idea that in the back of the shop is what they could recover mm -hmm. available for Isabella to destroy as she sees fit.
1: There might even be some research there that we've done that can point towards other things.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, Tabitha totally says something like, "You may have me, but you're you're not going to stop our work." You know, when she's brought over to the ministry,
2: I think you underestimate Isabella. So I think uh, I think Tabitha might be, you know, processed. I think there is obviously an inquest of some variety where both. Mercutio and Tabitha are ostensibly sent to ask of and Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> oh,
1: uh, <coughs> so, so how did that fare for Tabitha?
2: Yeah, not great. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> poorly. Bad. Oh, okay, I'm surprised by that response, but uh, okay. <laughs> I ended up even Steven. <laughs>
0: I might too, depending on how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to set up um, a resolve? So I, I'm i going to set up. Okay. I want to leave this up to the fates and also <laughs> you to see how this apology goes over. Um, so it is a few days later and it is snowing and there is a knock on Neil's door um And when he opens it, it is Sebastian, who is not wearing a coat. Uh, and who is holding two pint glasses full of the second cheapest. <laughs> and he just sort of wordlessly offers one to Clever. Neil. Not wearing a coat is very clever. <laughs> uh, I think Neil sighs
2: and... Leaves the door open and probably walks to his
0: kitchen uh, as an invitation for Sebastian to come in, I think. Sebastian, like, comes in and shuts the door, but, like, kind of stays in the doorway area. Like, he's not entirely sure if he should follow Neil or not. Neil
2: is maybe cooking dinner for himself, uh, so he, like, sets a plate of food on the table uh, and looks at Sebastian with hands in his pocket. You hungry?
0: Yeah, actually.
2: Uh, I think he motions for Sebastian to sit at the table, too. Puts a plate
0: down for him. Sebastian comes over and sits down. And uh, he says, I spent the entire walk over here uh, coming up with excuses about my sister and about how I didn't know what she was doing and how I was just doing what she asked me to do, and I realized that, um, it's all bullshit. Um, and that the way that I treated you was unacceptable. And I'm sorry. You don't have to... Forgive me, I'll understand if you don't. But... And he, like, reaches his hand into his pocket, and he puts something down on the table in between them.
2: What is it?
0: (laughs) And it is two tickets to the next Hollyhead Harpies match. Mm. And then he just starts eating and not really looking at Neil.
2: I think Neil is quiet for an uncomfortable amount of time. (laughs) Uh, I think he finally leans back in his chair before he talks. I don't think... For a couple of different
0: reasons. We can just go back to being friends. Of course. I, um... The second ticket's for whoever you want. So.
2: I'm like... How does one... (laughs) Ask someone else?
0: Do you like me? Check yes or no. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's how I always do it, so... Uh, yeah so <laughs> oh
2: god i think uh neil like paws at the tickets i don't really have anyone else i could go to with this what isabella doesn't like quidditch <sighs> there are lots of things that are different about me and isabella i think most would say that we are not matched in any capacity it's a wonder we're partners at all well you seem to get the job done there There's a way I want this to go, but my limitations as a human who is also social <laughs> are making it difficult.
0: <laughs> I think that's okay. I think we can like talk through what happens more abstractly if you yeah like. let's like the like the camera can pull away and we can see this without hearing it. oh, okay.
2: Like they're just starting to have a conversation and maybe it's, like, outside while the snow is falling. Yeah. What do you think, where do you think that conversation leads, then?
0: Uh, I think Sebastian wants it to lead in a positive direction.
2: (laughs) I suppose I'm asking you because I don't want to, I don't want to make you feel like it has to go in a particular way. Uh, there is an outcome that I am very
0: clearly down for, but... I'm... also down for that ending. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, so then, I think at a certain point, uh, we're seeing this conversation unfold, and both of them are very pointedly not looking at each other, and I think maybe we see one of them blush, uh, Oh, like their ears go red, and I think maybe... The moment right before we cut away, we see Sebastian's hand find Neil's. Oh,
0: yes, a hundred percent.
2: Yeah, over the tickets, and I think that's where it ends. <laughs> Perfect. Gonna, that's a white die. A white die. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fantastic. That <laughs> That's very cute. Yeah. All right. So, um, we have to now roll for the end of Fiasco.
3: So, we do the same thing we did for the tilt. I got a three. Three what color?
2: A uh, three dark. Twelve white.
3: <laughs> nice. Wow.
2: Three black?
3: That's three of us with three black, and Christine with (laughs) both white. (laughs) See,
0: funny thing is, when you're a bumbling idiot who always wants the wrong thing, things tend to go very well for you. (laughs) As everything falls apart, you happen to do really well.
3: So black three is harsh. Shit in a bag harsh, a lifetime of medication harsh. A big black cloud of hurt is going to rain all over you. The things you need to happen are not going to. Simple as that. For aftermath white high. How much did you get? Twelve. Twelve Twelve white? white. Not too shabby you've made it out with dignity and tact through some fluke. There might even be a little profit or self-respect or something. Time to throw a little party for all your friends. Uh, Tabitha, Neil, and Isabella both got out of this very badly.
2: So, Um, I think for Neil's part, I think he ends up losing his job one way or another. He's a sloppy detective at best. Like,
3: uh... I think they both lose their jobs...
2: Yeah, and I kind of like the idea that they go into a partnership on something else instead. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's,
1: that's, that's great. Uh, Tabitha's in Azkaban, <laughs> so I think that's pretty, um, pretty self-explanatory I think you there. already
3: got there. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I feel like there's like a second, there's like a spinoff after this about Isabella and Neil's criminal adventures. Yeah, well,
2: I, I especially feel like maybe them losing their jobs at the time was, it was hard, like, It sucked, Mm -hmm. but I think they've managed to see the silver lining of, like, great, that was a really taxing job anyway. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I think it, it, like, got easier, whatever it is they end up doing.
3: So, Sebastian does very, very, very well. (laughs) I
0: I don't know how this happened, frankly. He does not deserve this. (laughs)
3: Um,
0: I think, first off, I think that... He saves up enough money to buy a replacement coat for the coat that he sold to buy Quidditch tickets. Oh, no! Uh, That feels like an important thing to do when you live in Britain. Yeah. (laughs) And it's winter. Uh Uh-huh. I think it's... I was going to say, like, his shop starts doing well, but I don't even think it's that. I think that he just, like... I think it's the like it's that it, the results said something about like you gain some self confidence. I think it's that. I think he just like starts focusing on the things he's good at instead of like scams and criminal nonsense and
1: doing yeah. everything his
0: sister tells him to do. I think he like, got out. Yeah, once he actually has the chance to focus his energy on his work, it starts to go well because he's able to like actually put effort into it. Yeah, I like that. That's yeah. Cute. And he stops over-styling his hair and buys a slightly nicer second-hand instead-of-third-hand suit. And he starts buying the third-cheapest beer on the menu at the (laughs) third-shittiest pub in Diagon Alley.
3: Oh my god. Beautiful.
0: And on a note of such hope compared to (laughs) Tabitha in Azkaban.
1: She deserved it.
0: Do
3: Neil and Sebastian carry something on? Yeah.
0: I think so. I like to think so. If we get nothing else out of this game, we should at least get some happy gays. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Always happy gays. <gaze. laughs> and that's the moral of this story. <laughs> <laughs>